Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Chart Shot Gamescast. I'm your host Ben, aka the Marvelous Iggy, and joining me, the first member of the Four Horsemen, Justin! I kind of just look like a floating head. Can I be the, um, is one of the horsemen like the... the sword on? Oh no, I was thinking of, uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow, that thing. Oh. I love this because it can be both a biblical reference and a wrestling reference. You decide which one I'm making. Yes, the answer is yes. Okay, uh, cool. Joining me is the second horseman and newest horseman for this week, special horseman, Ten Bun Gamer! Hello. That's all I have to say. I'm sorry. I suck at intros. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we have a very special uh, th- a second guest. He is Mike! The TV joining us tonight. Hi, Mike. Hello, my name is Mike Rambuya. I am happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Booyah. Yeah, so uh, Tyler is not able to join us tonight because he is attending a family get-together. So I decided in my mad little power, why not invite two people for the price of one? Uh, No, I'm not paying either of them because I'm a cheap fuck. I mean, the price um, so, is free, uh, we so got, it is two people for the price we, of one. The price is ti- the price is time, baby. So we have a pack show for you tonight, and of course, uh, we got a lot to talk about. But we are the Charge Shot Gamescast. We are a weekly video game podcast dedicated to games we've been playing and the news we've been reading. So, Justin, you're up to bat first as per usual. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to keep it short this week because we have two guests to get through. Um and by get through, I mean listen to intently, because I'm sure whatever they have is way more interesting than what I have. Um, I've still been on my uh, creating a, a custom handheld bullshit, um, so I haven't played a lot um, other than like testing some games to make sure they like actually run on the emulators. Um, but I will briefly discuss a few random things I've done. Uh, so... Today, as we're recording this, is Valentine's Day. Uh, kiss your loved ones or your hand, if that's all you've got. Um, and uh, Friday, my wife and I went to the local arcade that uh, opened up recently. Well, it opened like two years ago, but, you know, that was Pandemic. that was COVID time. So it's recently. Before the, before the dark times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before I, the- I think it opened like January, February 2020. And then, like, immediately shut down. So it's like, oh, that sucks. Hey, honey, do you notice that ominous dark cloud that this is? Yeah. Yeah, That's probably nothing. (laughs) That's Jordan Peele's nope. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, we finally got to go to the arcade. Um, Like, in the middle of the day when it wasn't that busy. So that, you know, we didn't have to worry about, like, a lot of germs and stuff. And they had a super dope, uh, like, indoor mini golf thing that was all 80s themed. And I only bring that up because um, basically every course was, like, a different kind of 80s, like... Uh, culture reference so some of them were pretty basic like there was a like kind of a music one with like tapes and stuff um there was a like an et one that had like spilled reese's pieces and things like that on the course um but some really cool detailed ones um maybe i can like send them to ben to somehow put into the show notes or something because i don't i'm not prepared to pull them up right now um some really cool ones where there was a uh like a classic donkey kong one um, Ooh. and then a, like an original Mario brothers one. And they were super cool because, uh, the Mario brothers one, like you can hit the ball into the castle and it like does the tune and like somehow they project onto the wall, like the flag with, 
uh, like the flag raising and like fireworks happening and and it pretty much autom- like it it almost guarantees you a hole in one so it's even more satisfying um but yeah i that 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 was really cool i love that golf course and i want to go back already but uh the real thing was i finally got to try the uh luigi's mansion arcade cabinet um which i'd seen before and always thought looked really cool but i'd never actually gotten to play it um and they had it there it's like a two person thing where you have this kind of like uh like a big vacuum peripheral that you you know kind of motion aim around and uh there's a button like close to the end of it that activates like your flashlight basically it's based on i think we just mentioned three elements because you have like the the dark light in there too um so it must be a fairly recent thing, unless they put that in the arcade machine before they put it on Luigi's Mansion 3. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, there's a button that activates your flashlight for, like, stunning ghosts. And then there's kind of a trigger button uh, closer to the handle that you hold down to do, you know, the vacuum stuff. Um, so it works just like Luigi's Mansion, but it's on rails. And so, like, uh, ghosts will pop up random and stuff, and you have to, like, aim and shoot and, like, kind of pull the thing back. To, you know, to activate, like, the um, the pull mechanic to damage them or whatever. Uh, some of them have shields, so you have to, like, time your, your shots accurately to, like, you know, flashlight stun them as they put their guard down. Um, there's, there's some really hard, like, some uh, mean ones that you have to kind of, like, charge and release the flashlight to damage. And um, it's a really cool take on the, uh, on the, like what's it called on rails shooter um and like between times you're just kind of going around um obviously it's you know it's on rails but you can like move the vacuum around and kind of like uh suck up coins and stuff from different like highlighted objects around you um and there's a few points in each level where it asks you like which way you want to go um, so, like, there's, you know, branching paths that have different challenges each way. Um, it's very much just a, you know, Luigi-skinned on-rail shooter, but it's also really cool, and the peripheral adds a lot. Um, it's kind of heavy, too. Like, it, it's it's chunky to use, but it's got some really satisfying feedback. Like, when you pull, you, like, actually get some tension on you. Um, so it feels like the ghost is kind of resisting your pull. It's really cool. Um... I definitely want to try it again. It's a little expensive at the at the arcade. Um, because, like, you know, they do those cards now. You don't just put in coins. So, like, they can charge whatever they want per game. It's kind of evil. But it's also convenient. You know, you just load up the card and then it works everywhere. Um, but, yeah, there were a few other cool things at the arcade. But that's the main one I wanted to talk about. Um, and then I did some more um, Tiny Tina's... Uh, DLC Borderlands thing with Thomas. That's still really fun. I think we're going to just kind of like casually play that on Wednesdays until we beat it. Um, I don't imagine it's super long. Um, but nothing crazy to report. Um, this last time, like, I don't specifically remember any like awesome side quests or anything we did. Um, but I'm, I'm still excited for Wonderlands. Um, and then. The last thing is, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to get emulator stuff set up on my, uh, basically the old phone I'm using is kind of an, uh, 
a like a retro portable device um, base. So I'm making it like Android based essentially, and uh, testing out some of the emulators I got has been interesting because I wanted to get a few console or a few systems that like I don't normally get to play. Um, because I mean, I have like you know Game Boy Advance games, SNES, like. I have that kind of stuff in spades, like, all over the place. Um, so I put on, like, some Dreamcast and uh, Sega Saturn, and I found a Virtual Boy emulator um, and some different things like that to play around with. And um, I was really curious about the Virtual Boy emulator because I've never even touched one of them. I, I don't think I've even seen one in person, honestly. Um, but I've always wanted to play the the um, Virtual Boy Wario Land game. It's like, it's one of those just has been on my bucket list because I've heard it's a really good game and it's just locked on that system that sucks. <laughs> um, so I downloaded that. It works. I'm super excited. I only did like five minutes of it just to make sure it works and like kind of um, understand the, you know, the Virtual Boy-ness of it all um, where you're basically like kind of jumping back and forth between the, the foreground and background. Um, and sometimes enemies, like, you'll see them kind of, you know, way back in the distance, and they'll, like, charge into the front to attack you. Like, it's pretty cool, honestly. It seems like the kind of thing they should have, like, put on the 3DS with, you know, the Kirby games that kind of did that same, like, plane-shifting mechanic. But it never it never got released outside of Virtual Boy. Um, so I'm definitely excited to spend more time with that, but I didn't do much with it yet. Um, I'm still waiting on the controller that I want to put into the build. Um, I had taken apart a PS3 controller to kind of repurpose those controls, but the only real way I could do it is by stringing a cord from uh, from the controller to my phone, and that's just chunky. Um, when I do an actual build, like, you know, using a, a, a standalone screen and, like, a... a new motherboard and all that stuff i'll have a lot more options but for now i just wanted to get a generic bluetooth controller that i can you know mask inside of a a shell um and just have it paired and not have to worry about any weird wiring or anything like that so once that comes in i'll be able to play around with the games i got a little bit more but i could not get sega saturn emulation to work unfortunately i really wanted to try panzer dragoon saga um Saturn emulation's tough, man. I know. It, like, it, it, it's really tough. Like this, it's one of the hardest ones because of its hardware. Yeah, that's what I've been reading. It's, it's like it's just as a, as weird as, like, if not weirder than the N sixty four. It's weirder. Yeah, I don't have okay, a lot yeah, of issues with N sixty four emulation anymore, at least. But I've read that Saturn emulation is better on like PC, so I might just try to get that game on my computer. And play it that way, and just not deal with it on the handheld. Because, I mean, there's plenty of stuff on here. I didn't realize my phone is only a 64 gig storage with no expandable memory. So, I have to kind of pick and choose what games I put on here anyway. <laughs> um, like, I'm not doing 3DS, just because, I mean, the interface is kind of chunky when you're emulating it. And uh, Citra on Android is pretty beefy, Um like, it runs okay on my newer phone, but this is an older phone. I figure it's not even worth bothering. Um, probably the newest I'll do is Dreamcast. And then I also got uh, um, PS2 emulator. 
that I had a little bit of difficulty getting working, but um, I got that set up now and it works pretty well. I tested uh, uh, Dawn of Mana on there. Um, I know. Why? I know. <laughs> it's it's another one of those, like, it's just, it's on my list of things I've never played. And I love the Mana series, so I'm just curious. Um, I was never going to pay for it, that's for sure. <laughs> and weirdly, PS2 emulation on PC is kind of jank. Um, I haven't had a lot of success with it in the past. Like PS2 PS- emulation also can be weird. Yeah. Can be I have weird. it working fine on my computer. Well, I haven't tried it in a little while, so okay. it might be better now, but um, I remember trying to get a, like, a PS2 and Wii emulation working, like, back in the day. And, I mean, I got PS2 working, but, like, it did not run well at all. Um, so, I mean, obviously my computer's a lot better now. I could probably make it work. But, the point is, like, it runs surprisingly well on an Android phone. I mean, you know, relatively beefy. It's a Pixel 3. Like, it can handle it. But it's just weird, you know, that you could what you could emulate on a phone these days. Um, Same with like GameCube, Dreamcast, like all of it runs really well. Um, I also got Bait and Kaitos, which I've never played um, for GameCube. So that's one I got to try out. I basically I got a ton of RPGs. I don't know. I I just think of like a, a handheld retro device as an RPG machine. I don't know why. Um. So yeah, there, there's there's a lot of things I want to test out. I, I asked Lo like what uh, Dreamcast and Saturn games he recommends. Um, so if I can get Saturn working, I've got some some stuff on my list. Um, but if y'all have any recommendations, please let me know too. Um, Shining Force Three. <laughs> I knew you'd say that one. I saw it on the list and I was like, Should Do you I have knights on there? <laughs> you have knights in the dreams on there, right? Uh, no. Dragon Why? Force. I don't. It's I didn't really like Knights. You should go to your house and just take that away from you. You don't deserve Saturn games <laughs> if you don't play Knights at least. Whatever. I just. I, 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 I might. Like, it's one of those. Uncultured swine. I mean, isn't there a Dreamcast version too? Is that the same game? Nope. Oh. Nope. It never. So it just got Saturn ported game. from Saturn to. PC? Yeah, it's one of the few Saturn games that they remastered for modern systems. Gotcha. Okay, that's I guess that's yeah. what I was thinking of. I knew it was elsewhere, and I like tried it briefly and just didn't understand it. Um, what is Dragon Force? Uh, another kind of strategy kind of game, RPG strategy kind of game. Okay, I could try it. Um, I do have a few Saturn games. I just like I couldn't get them to work, so I deleted them. Um, but I had like a list of ones that I wanted to try. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I'm hoping next week I'll actually like have like a you know handheld thing I can I can show on the camera that's like semi-functional. Um, I made these uh, these like tracks um, so I can kind of do a, like a sliding mechanic out from the controls. Um, so basically have like you know screen and then like slide it out like like the old phones with the keyboards. Uh, to kind of make it a little more pocket-sized. Um, and I'm hoping that'll work as an alternative to just, like, being chunky. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's a, you know, solid, like, six-inch phone. So if I try to do, like, controls under that, it's not going to be portable. Um, so I was trying to do a clamshell, and I couldn't get a, a hinge design that I liked. 
So I thought maybe a sliding mechanism would work better. Um, but we'll see. I'm playing. I'm just playing around with it right now. It's been a fun time waster to keep my mind occupied. But all right, uh, let's go ahead and go to Mike. Yes, I totally was not sleeping during that. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, sounds like a fun Rude. project. Sounds like <laughs> a very fun project. Um, so my main deal has been uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. I'm towards the yeah. final points of the story i think i just completed three trials and moving on with that it's been a decent time um i've definitely spent more time just wandering around trying to find stuff but um yeah it's been good i'm kind of curious what the end game and post games will look like and when i'm not doing that i have been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! master duel um that's been fun. I cannot get my Junk Synchron deck to work, but the Ancient Gear <laughs> deck I have has caused many uh, Rage Quits, so I will take it. I just reached... That's how you know you're succeeding. <laughs> well, it's just funny. These guys will take two, three minutes to make their turn, and I play my hand, and then they just quit. It's like, you've yep. wasted both our times. <laughs> what is this bullshit? Ty was talking about that, yeah. too. I guess it's been a common issue. Well, it's just like, because you have people who do, do, like, sequences of to get stuff done, and then it's like, yeah, I'm going to play this card that can't be affected by any effects at the moment. It's like, well, crap. Um, <laughs> so I did reach finally reach gold, so that's been fun. Uh, doing a little prep work for uh, Witch Queen uh, next week. So that should be fun and consume some part of my life until I can um, get into, I guess, Kirby would be the next game. I still got to finish. I got a long list of stuff to do. Um, also, I did the Sonic uh, Lego build. That pretty fun. Um, oh, yeah, Green Hill, Sonic. right? It has... Yeah, that was like the loops and yeah, stuff. Just, I think I saw pretty that. pretty much the first part of the Green Hill. Um, I'm hoping... I'm kind of curious if there's going to be more because they kind of left it to where you can connect another stage to it. So it would be interesting if mm. later this year or if it was successful enough if they're going to have a series kind of like the uh, the Mario Lego sets except for more mm-hmm. for display rather than play. Um, but yeah, so that's been about it on my end nice and uh ty who apparently is not a clown at his uh, niece's birthday party right now um said that oh. he's got a junk synchron deck that he can help you with all right yeah no junk synchron is just annoying because um for those who aren't hasn't been following Hugo, synchro summons basically a different type of fusion something summoning um, but you have to have a tuner monster, and all the junk ones, most of the junk ones, requires junk Seacron. So basically, you spend your time trying to get one creature on the field in hopes that it doesn't get destroyed uh, by someone's bullshit. So, yeah. yeah, that's why I just go with Ancient Gear, because I'd be like, yep, you can't use this, you can't use that. Um, I'm now just going to hit you as hard as you can. Oh, you destroy my monster? Here's a stronger monster. So... Junk Synchron's making me mad, though, because they can just, like, re- keep resummoning themselves. Oh, yeah, no. Synchron summons, like, that's... I fought some... <laughs> oh, it was the zombie ones. 
Uh, it's one of the ones in the story, uh, in the solo battles you can do. And it's basically they summon till they got their big, hard, hit, heady hit, hitter. Um, no, and then I posted a clip from my stream where I somehow got a win against a Cyber Dragon deck. I should have not got that win. Um, but I drew the <laughs> right card and won the duel, so... It's been fun. I got it's all that matters. Yep, I gotta get through some of more uh, my backlog, but I'm unfortunately in the moods like I just need my chill games. I just need my games where I can go brain dead mm-hmm. and not worry about life. Speaking of Ben, are you still awesome. gonna get into Genshin Impact? Do I need to start that up? <laughs> Shots, uh, TBT. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> you should avoid that for now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have. I guess I've been playing quite a few games. Like uh, I, every Tuesday, I still do what, like Wild Arms two, playing through that, recording it, mm. and then um, Friday I'm still doing a race in Final Fantasy Tactics Advance with one of my buds. Nice. And then Saturday, because of a Nintendo Direct, I am now playing Live Alive for the Super Famicom, and I'm enjoying that again. Cool flex um, behind you uh, there. Yeah, sorry, that's <laughs> kind of just back there. Uh, I have so the no, original cartridge. I got the original cartridge a while ago. I'm assuming that like they're already expensive. I can only assume they're going to go up again. Oh yeah, I'd oh, never heard God. of that game before. Really? Well, oh my like, goodness! Never yeah, got it over here. One of these games that yeah. never got over here, and you have to be yeah. an arm and a leg to get it over here, and hopefully you get a legit copy. Or, you know, yeah. go with this zinc. It looks so cool, though. It, yeah. I, I can't wait for the, for the, uh, yeah, the remake mm-hmm. when we get to that point. Uh, but yeah, yeah. so that, that, that's all I've been playing. Uh, on my free time, I'm playing, like, Tactics Ogre, uh, for the Game Boy Advance, because that's a game that I remember playing a lot when I was in high school, when it was, em- when I was in, like, the emulation scene and emulating everything. Um, but I actually own a copy now, and I'm enjoying that, and I didn't, realize how much story there is in the ogre battle series and where this one fall in line so it's actually really interesting to see it wait which one tactics ogre advance i think it's oh called, yeah yeah knights uh, of lotus knights of lotus yeah, i love that one yeah yeah it's really good i didn't realize like where in the timeline it was and who your main character is so i kind of know who it is now so i'm like oh man i need to replay the rest of it now <laughs> That's the only one I can get into. The like the the older ones at least just they play different. And I don't really like it. Well, yeah, the Super Nintendo ones are more of a real time strategy. It the the first one's really hard. Ogre Battle for the Super Nintendo to classify because mm-hmm. it's real time, but not at the same time. <laughs> and then there's the weird N sixty four one. Yeah, the sixty four one's pretty weird too. And then Tactics Ogre for the PlayStation is like the Game Boy Advance, but yeah, um, uh, the system's very weird because you don't level up individual units; you level up like a class, and that levels everyone else up, which I guess would be quicker for grinding. But I also just you don't feel like you're accomplishing much because <laughs> the experience are distributed at the end of the battle, so you don't actually level up while you're in battle, right? Which means you you're battling, and you're like, I'm not seeing any progress right now. Well, like in the Game Boy Advance one, you can level up like three times in one battle if if you're way behind in levels. I kind of wish they would have just done like what they did with 
Final Fantasy Tactics and just remade the GBA one. Yeah, they could remake it. I just wish they'd start. Like, the series hasn't been... Like, the series has been left on a cliffhanger for years. Mm. And they just... Because Quest is no longer a thing, so it's just... For, everyone's waiting for it to finish, but it's never going to get finished. Does anyone own the property <laughs> now? I don't know who owns it, to be honest. Since it's all on Sony stuff, I'm assuming it's like some third-party studio that owns Sony owns or something. Probably. But... Uh, that's that's all I've been playing. I don't <laughs> I don't know much like like I can't think of anything else I've actually taught like been playing. So uh, that's all I've been focusing on. All right. Uh, so for me, uh, I, I just really want to talk about Ali Ali uh, Ali Ali World, which is the uh, the you know the I think I don't know if I talked about it last week, but now I'm way further in, and this game just gets more amazing and amazing as I play it. Uh, ever it's a it's a design choice. It seems like. I'm into the third world now, and it's still teaching me things that I wish I knew in the beginning. So now I know how to do slams. I now know how to do um, like that uh, where where you see skateboarders hang on their boards and like they turn around and stuff like that. It's just you're. I like how it kind of piecemeals you stuff. So like you learn a thing, it'll teach you to do a thing, and then now it's apply that thing, and then you get to the next world and it, it applies something else. And the best part about this game is, and um, initially I thought it's kind of weird, shouldn't. I know this information I thought about. It. I was like, no, it'd be better if, like, you teach in piecemeal because that's a, it's a lot to take in, especially once you start going. Because, like, okay, what if I do a kickflip here and I do a, I do an advanced flip here and I can ride on this wall here and then uh, grind here, here, and then it's a lot to take in. So I'm glad they kind of pie- they piecemeal it to you. So when you go back and replay these levels, which I think is the design choice of it all, uh, they want you to apply what you've learned really well so it's i can't get over it there is an exhilaration i get in certain levels like um certain levels they really like to pull out they don't it doesn't have a lot but they'll pull out the camera and they'll show you that you have multiple paths you can go down and multiple different set pieces that you 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 might you may or may not have missed and it's just like i found myself several times playing this game while you know going this way and then advance tricking to this side wall. And all of a sudden, here comes a giant bee lifting up another wall to catch me just in time so I can grind down to the rest and then do a, do an advanced trick fall down. It's just, it combines the exhilaration of skateboarding plus, like, the speed insanity that you would get, like, from Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, I can't remember the last time, like, I, I felt this good about my speed and then also looking cool and doing cool tricks at the same time its presentation is wonderful like it's so intricately structured and you know and and you're gonna fall just like in, if you're skateboarding for real you're gonna fall a lot because sometimes i'll forget the controls like oh this does this or this does that but like all you do is just press x or hold x to restart the entire course and bam you're in it you're you're right back in it there's like it, i just want to give and play it again it's just it's just so exhilarating, um, and, and and to go down and to nail something. And sometimes I get too ahead of myself. Sometimes it's like that skater problem where it's like, oh, what if I could do this, this, and this, and this? And then um, you fall into a gorge. Um, which now there was one level I played today where you literally start and you go over a gorge, and I fucked up an input, and then my character literally bounces off the cliffside and into the abyss. I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty funny. But this game is a fucking treat. 
Um, and it's like Michael's talking about, you know, I just need my chill game. This is my chill game. Now that I have more of an understanding of the mechanics and how things work, and, you know, I'm not trying to complete every challenge my first try, my first try, although sometimes I have, uh, sometimes I have done it on accident, but I just want to go through the course and, like, maybe I'll play it again just to see the whatever alternate route goes or try to find the alternate route. Um, it's just, it's just a pleasure to, to get this game, to, uh, play it this way. And, um... I can't wait to see what they do with the final level because uh, I think it's like factory based, based on what I'm seeing from the theme. Um, and I, re- what I really want to do is I really want to, after I beat the campaign, I'll probably go back from stage one and replay the level again and see if I can beat my score or beat other players my score because it actually shows you the rankings, like who are the top three people on there, uh, and like there are already people who like have like a million points within like the first couple of scores i'm like there are probably people who know how to play the game or you know just probably fucked around and like oh, okay this is this this is that it's all of um, those alt accounts um but yeah it's it's just really good like i i was like if you played the first ollie ollie it's very technical it's very hard like shit you could do one fuck up and then you're on your ass here it's very you're gonna fall on your ass but it's more friendly about it and i think that's what i appreciate about um ollie ollie world uh it's it's a it's it's such a pleasure to play, um, and besides that, the only other game I I really want to talk about I streamed it last Wednesday as sort of a lark because it was a backup game, but um, no, it's called Nobody Saves the World. It's by Drinkbox Studios, the people behind Guacamele One and Two, and Severed, the lesser known Severed, but I love Severed, um, and uh, it's it's basically a, a top down. Zelda clone S game where you play as this NPC, although I think I know who this character is supposed to be. Um, it's not, at least that's my theory. But and you pretty much have you get this wand, and you pretty much transform into specific things. First, you become a rat, then you become, and you can take the form of a knight and or a ranger, and then eventually you even become a horse where you can fucking back kick the shit out of people, which is great. <laughs> and pr- pretty much your goal is to try to find this wizard to and get you, and, and basically stop the evil that's going on in the land. And it's, like, really, really funny written, like, considering it is Drinkbox Studios, Guacamelee 1 and 2 had a lot of, uh, you know, funny humor, uh, weird humor. There's a lot of this here, too. Um, it's, it's, like, the dialogue is really rough, written funny, they're sarcastic. It may be a little bit too on the news sometimes, but I still, I still chuckle a couple times. Uh, but the structure is very cool because so each main fortress has like a star, so thanks for Mario sixty four, and you have to go into these dungeons uh, to get stars. But you could also get stars by progressing your individual character uh, uh, by doing things. So like say for instance the rat, the first thing you get is the rat. If you bite certain in enemies um, x amount of times, you get you. Um, you become you you level up that way and you get a star every time you turn in a personal quest you get a star and it's it, at first I thought man is this game gonna be really grindy that's the first thing that hit my head and it, it turns out it wasn't because switching between the characters was really really nice um playing as the different characters is really really nice but uh and what I learned by playing the game is that uh, in the possibly the funniest way is that an NPC comes out of this dungeon and he's like, I can't find out where I was. The walls keep changing and like, oh, okay, this this area the, the dungeons are uh, randomly generated, so it's not a roguelike. But every time you enter a dungeon, if you die, you go back in. That it's not gonna be the same route as you took last time. So better in mind. But it's not it's not a complete roguelike. But those are even fun. Um, 
I think it's just like the presentation. The only problem I have is that it's not on Switch. Um, it's only on... It's Xbox console exclusive for the foreseeable future. I looked it up, and on PC. It's on Game Pass. That's the whole reason I have it. But um, I was like, I was like, telling myself, man, this is a perfect game for Switch. You know, like, especially the sort of, like, getting multiple stars uh, nature of it all. Um, but it's not on Switch. It's it's only on, on Xbox console. Hey, good, good on Xbox for having a console exclusive game like this, you know. It's not the biggest game in the world, but it'll... If, like, if you're in the mood for, like, a Zelda game... Um, or a Zelda S game, but with a little bit more different mechanics. I definitely give it a try. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun so far. I need to go back to it, but I need to go back to a lot of games. And Arceus keeps dominating my damn time. I just I like I don't know. I'll just play Arceus for two hours, five hours later. What the fuck happened? What do you? Why did I play Arceus for five fucking hours today? Yeah, but I caught, I caught, uh, I, I got Vaporeon, I got Jolteon, I got Magmodar, I got Electivire, I got all these new Pokemon, and I'm so much closer to completing the decks. Um, I love playing that game, I'm sorry, okay? I'm trying to get as much as I can out of Arceus before Project Triangle Strategy comes out at the beginning of fucking March, because then that game's going to avoid my life, then I gotta beat that before March is over, because then fucking Advance Wars 1 and 2 comes out in April. Stop trying to kill me! Alright, uh, I'm gonna calm down, uh, because we're gonna take a break, and we got a lengthy news section to talk to you guys about, so hold on tight, we'll be back in about two minutes, I need to go take a break. Street Fighter Alpha, welcome back everybody to the news segment of the Charge Shot Games Cast. It is now time, we got a bit, we got a couple pieces of news for you today, but our main event will be on the coveted Nintendo Direct, and we'll be going over that, uh, but let's get, get some of these out of the way, and the first one is up, and it is about the uh, Intellivision Amico, uh, which uh, we haven't covered on this show previously, but uh, if you know, you know. Um, uh, originally this console was, I believe, debuted in 2018, fall of 2018, at, uh, Portland Retro, the, the PRG, the big Portland Retro Gaming Convention. Um, uh, we definitely have covered un- this before. I don't remember if we did. Oh, wait, we no, that was the Atari thing, wasn't it? I think we did yeah, talk we about covered this, Atari. Too, But... Yeah, I don't remember us talking about Amico. Maybe once, but Maybe. not extensively as some other place. Yeah, I got it confused with the Anyways. Atari. Anyways. Uh, so, um, this thing has been delayed multiple times, and now things are looking pretty, pretty bad. Um, this is, uh, uh, by the way, the, uh, the television, um, the CEO was Mike Tellerico, who, uh, you may know from, as a video game composer. Tommy Tellerico. Tommy Tellerico. I don't know what's saying Mike. I'm confusing people. Tommy Tellerico. Um, (laughs) and, uh, now he is no longer the CEO. He is the CCO. And another gentleman is now the CEO. Uh, CEO. They kind of did that quietly. But now uh, the Amico is pretty much asking for more money um, on a, on securities and exchange. Uh, uh, they want to raise up to $5 million. Um, uh, let's see. And this pretty much goes into risk factors of the company's future. Um, Disclosures didn't include broad statements of potential risk factors to cover office of cash fees. Television filings go into specific of the company's current debt. And it's just a clear timeline. Uh, the company tells the investor has generated no revenue since its formation in 2018, and its handlers predict that the television can only operate until July of this year as its current zero revenue pace before needing to drastically change course. Um, you know, of course. So, yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. Um, like I said, this console has been delayed. It was supposed to come out 
2020, early 2021, fall of 2021, and they said quarter four, 20, quarter four, and now we have no idea that this console is coming out. Um, and I, I, I honestly put this in here. Be, I wanted to make sure. I, I wanted to put this in here just because it kind of hit my Twitter feed. And the fact that TBG is here, uh, I wanted to get your perspective because you you backed it. Um, and I, I just yes, <laughs> like, oh. the, like no sh- no shame because obviously there's like I've, you've talked about it on your streams about how you like the idea of a, pro- a prospect of more consoles besides just the main one. Obviously, some people are taking the whole things a little bit too maliciously. So I wanted to get something from somebody's perspective without any kind of bullshit biasness going on right now because I know that's the kind of person you are. Yeah, so I I backed it because when it was first announced, because I was interested in it. I'm like these old consoles, and it was like around the same time the Atari V was the Atari A VCS or whatever they yeah. have. Out. VCS, yeah, yeah. So you know, I thought it was gonna be around roughly around the same thing, but I've always been more attracted to the Intellivision, anyways, um, as a console. I have the original Intellivision, um, and I, I I liked so. I was a big fan of Tommy Tallarico when he was on Electric Playground with uh, uh, Victor Lucas, and I liked him. I liked his music. He's done a lot for the video game industry. And I was like, okay, well, you know, this can't go... This can't possibly go wrong, because if he did, he'd be ruining his whole reputation as, like, a video game composer and as, like, a a journalist, in a sense, because he was a video game journalist, in a way, being on all those uh, TV... uh, All those, like... uh, video game TV stuff. So, but now, you know, for a while, I'm like, okay, the first delay, I get it. Like the first two delays, I get it. You know, chip shortages, pandemic, I get it. But when I got my pre-order, my analog pocket, which I have now after the Intellivision Amico, and I've got that in my hand now, and I don't have the Amico and I don't even have a release date for the Amico. That makes me upset. What further makes me upset is, I'm not sure if you know who this what, know about this one, but uh, what's the new CEO's name? Adam something. Uh, I think it has it in the article. Um, let's see. Um, somewhere, where is it? It's got to be somewhere, right? Uh, we could probably just quickly look it up, right? Yeah. Nintendo. Oh, not a Nintendo. God, don't say that. <laughs> no, no, no. New CEO. <laughs> what is his name? Because it's, it's. But Adam, oh no, is it Adam something? No. What is his name? Mm, I'm not... Oh, I'm, okay, I better put it in television, Amigo. Apparently Amigo's an actual yeah, other business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just... <laughs> um, oh, where's the new Amigo? Because it's actually very... Once I say this, it's going to get... It, it. This is what Adam turns Smithy. me off really bad. Adam Smith. Okay, Smithy. So... Thanks, you Tyler. want to know something really bad? He used to be on the board for the Coleco Chameleon. In um, if y'all don't remember that disaster, just just do a Google search. It's, it's we can't it cover it vapor. here. It's it's it it never got oh. released, and it was just stealing money. It's not Adam Smithy. <laughs> no, but it, it is an Adam something. Yeah. but he is was one of the VP board members on the Coleco Chameleon. I pretty much just said, I'm never getting my money back. So (laughs) I could only hope that something comes out uh, regardless of what it comes, what it, what it is at this point. Um, 
like I said, like I the the, the console interested me. I'm a fan. Like I have a son. It would be fun for a family thing. It's easier. Like the controls would be look intuitive over a bunch of buttons, like the PlayStation or Xbox or even the Switch. So it was interesting. And the games, you know, the games are hit and miss. Like some of the ones, like they're rebranding. Like what was it? Foxy Land turned into Finnegan Fox. Yeah, it makes it look like a mobile game. And the hardware is based off of older, like mobile technology. I'm aware of that. And it was, and if they're gonna, if they do release it and jack up the price to three ninety nine, which or three forty nine, whatever they're thinking, Ooh. that's ridiculous. Ooh. So, um, I'm, I'm. I've always been neutral to the Amico. I didn't. I didn't. I just like. I didn't care what people, what bad people said about it. I was never a fanboy. I didn't like praise everything and defend Tommy and their decisions. I feel like Tommy should have never been the CEO. He's not a businessman. He's a creative guy and he's a hype man. He's never been one for business. He should have just been the hype guy and actually had a proper CEO business. Which now they have a CEO. I wouldn't even trust anyways. But hopefully they prove me wrong. Maybe he, maybe this Adam guy had no idea it was going at the Coleco Chameleon. Maybe he had no idea. Like, I don't know how that would be possible, but maybe he didn't know. But that would also make me f- further question his professional, like, etiquette. If he doesn't even know what's going on, not etiquette, professionalism, if he didn't know what was going on in the company as a vice president of business yeah. or whatever. Here's uh, here's interesting. So obviously, this is the, we talk about this campaign. This is the third different fundraising campaign on three different fundraising sites. Um, so th- like they all basically give money. Here's here's one thing that I, I I looked at while pointing at this article about a particular investor, uh, and the possibly the most like how the fuck did anybody approve this loan? Um, oh, this so one, yeah, yeah. One of intelligence uh, more unusual loan agreements comes from eight hundred ten thousand dollars over to Angel Investment Advisor Sudesh. I'm gonna butcher that last name. Uh, Agarwal. Uh, I'm just gonna say Sudesh just to simplify things. Whose name is spelled uh, a spleed multiple ways in SEC filing. The arrangement demands that Intellivision pay pay him a hundred dollars for every amico sold until his entire balance is paid back. Uh, Mutual consoles have been pro- sold at uh, the price of two hundred forty nine ninety nine via both televisions, official website, and third party retailers. So, television not to speak to consoles could reach as high as three hundred and four. That's as almost high as a OLED. That, that is the price of an OLED, um, uh, at least in America. This loan arrangement stipulates that the balance should be due but it paid in full by December 31st, 2021, though it doesn't say what penalties in television may occur for failing to pay a single penny, but any of that amount by the end of last year. So, yeah, so they, for every console that they sold, it, he gets 100, yeah, until until it's paid. So, that's... Yeah, that doesn't sound no. good. No, no, that's I don't know like, who, I, I don't know what financial advisor said, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal. Let's go with that. Good one. for good for him. Good for him to wiggle that deal. I guess I don't know. Maybe he'll get his money. I don't. He's that's just it's it's a train wreck. It's and like I really hope you get your console, man, because I think that would be the shitty thing is that like they don't get they just like ah, it's um and he like you know um, if they do that that's gonna ruin Tommy Tellerigo's <laughs> reputation which he spent decades building yeah and you know he may be a bit of an a hole um rightfully so. He, he always has been one, but he did so much for the video game industry with his music. So it would kind of be bad. Like, it's going to be kind of sad to see it kind of go down. At the same time, you know, there's other composers that were a-holes and they did much for the video game industry, like the Dragon Quest composer. But still, yeah. like, it sucks. 
the problem is I I almost guarantee that no one like who hasn't already backed this thing would actually buy one of these at this point. So like you're you know whatever you backed, you're either getting that or you're not. Like they're not going to charge you more yeah. for something that you already backed. Um, yeah. So like all this price increase is going to do is affect the end consumer after it's you know hopefully released. And is it really gonna? I mean, it. If something that it's was two hundred and fifty dollars wasn't gonna move units, something that's three hundred and fifty definitely isn't. No, well, three hundred fifty. Spend fifty dollars more and get a switch OLED. Yep, and no, and no, uh, you can get it. Fifty dollars less, I think. Right? It's three hundred. Yeah, the, uh, this... Canadian money. Canadian yeah, yeah. money. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what this, this is, is this in is... Canadian money. Uh, I don't know either. To be fair. Like five hundred? No idea. Nobody knows, but let's just hope. Like, at the let's just hope people can get their money back, get their money back uh, at the very minimum, or at least get your console because this is just like I've been I've been it's, listening to the story, but just like I just figured that this is the most prevalent. Just the fact that the company has made zero revenue since uh, the fall of twenty eighteen, um, and um, uh, it seems like Tommy's just not doing anymore because he's going back on his music tour in April, so. You know, so that I think the writing writing's on the wall there. Yeah. Uh, let's Someone go ahead and uh, Mike. Do you have anything? Uh, to add, buddy? All I'm gonna add is that if you did back this, hopefully you get your money back because the SEC—that's the American company, correct? The one, yeah. So yeah, not they, only do they, they have issues yeah, here they, in America, they're also gonna have issues in Germany because they technically got grants from the German government. However, oof. in lieu of that, they had to make all development. Of those games in Germany. So the fact that they are oh, saying geez. they're relocating their main office in California. Because supposedly the grants that they got from the from Germany government was 450 euros. Which equivalents to $514,000 in American dollars. Not to mention supposedly also that they're going to sell their games as NFTs. So at this point, if you yeah. can get your money back... Do it because it sounds like this company is just gonna get out. If the SEC doesn't do anything <laughs> I, well, about I, it, what... the, the European governments yeah. like they're even more strict about. Hey, if we give you money, you follow our guidelines, or you're out. So, yeah, I, I've heard people trying to get their money back and not getting anything. Oh, I believe from it because it, so... it sounds like one sells one snake salesman to another. Yeah, so. Like, I could try something, but I, at this point, I feel like it is it is where it is, and it's either the, the console comes out, and I and then I have a console, or I'm down, whatever, 100 Canadian dollars at this point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. Um, it, it, is, it is not good. There was a point I was going to bring up, but I lost it, but needless to say, oh, yeah, I, somebody's going to make, like, a Netflix doc or a documentary mm-hmm. or a book about this like a tell i i want to read that book regardless if it's released or not yeah. it will be yeah it will yeah. be a documentary oh yeah like for sure like this is definitely there's just too much involved of like intricacies that like like i i need to know i need to know more they'd call um, it in television quest <laughs> okay uh, let's go ahead and move on uh, to uh, Nintendo uh, is taking the 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 the, 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 <laughs> fed, the feds to sending a hacker to prison for three years. So if you don't know, uh, we didn't talk. We don't. I think we talked about this. Maybe we talked about this like a while ago. 
Um, that uh, Gary Bowser, as we joked before, seeing that there's a lot of Bowsers on Nintendo recently. No relation, uh, has been handled. Yeah, no relation has been handed a 40 month prison sentence by the U.S. District Court of Western District of Washington, uh, Washington for creating and selling console hacking software devices used to play pirate Nintendo Switch games. Uh, this is according to a Victory Lap style press release by Nintendo. Um, they, and basically says Nintendo appreciates the hard work and tireless efforts for federal prosecutors and law enforcement agencies to curb illegal activities on global scale that causes serious harm to Nintendo and the video game industry, particularly Nintendo, I think the FBI. The HSI and the DHS, uh, the U.S. God, there's a lot of people, but pretty much just thanking <laughs> them. Um, uh, the U.S. government's prosecution argued in courts filed last week that Bowser was the public face <laughs> of the criminal enterprise known as Team Executor, um, estimating that the group's <laughs> actions resulted in 65 million dollars in losses for Nintendo. These six are usually unquestionable, uh, especially in five years in prison as punishment. Uh, Bowser's defense, on the other hand, has claimed that. He was the least culpable of the three arrested members of Team Executor. It was only being used to send a message because his co-defendants resided in countries that may not extradite them. Also, your name Bowser's is Bowser, dude. Good. Of course you're going to take the fall. It's, it makes great headlines. Yeah, it Nintendo <laughs> a, a sum of $10 million during a separate civil case that was settled in December 2021, which I believe that we talked about. Um, so, yeah, this is, this is crazy. Um, and also, I believe those... Those, some of those uh, software he was selling were, like, bricking the switches and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I think it's, like, to, like, don't... N- N- Nintendo don't play when it comes to you fucking with their stuff. Uh, I mean, can we all agree that this is uh, a, a bit of an overreaction? I mean, like, sure. Wait, how many years? Ste- three years. Three years. Oh my goodness, that is a lot. Three years and $10 million for hacking a console? <laughs> I think also just, what was it also like selling it to people I, I or something? The I reselling. Sure. Either way, 10 million is, 10 million is a little much and three years? Yeah. White people get less than that for murder. I, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I think the selling of it is more, and um, unfortunately, yeah, he probably did get that sentence to send a message to everyone else. If it's true that uh, other members of his group are in other countries where they won't get prosecuted or as harshly, it's about sending a yeah. message. Yeah, I mean, and that's um, you know, that's just unfortunately how it works. But also, don't be stupid, stupid. Yeah. True. Don't get caught. So what are you in here for? <laughs> I sold hack switches. <laughs> like, not switches? No. Uh, you know what? Who knows? Maybe he'll get out in good behavior. But, yeah. Um... <laughs> he didn't modify his switch the whole time he was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> or he, he like, Put becomes this... a legit criminal and, like, figures out a way to hack the the jail security <laughs> systems and breaks out. <laughs> <laughs> you made me this. <laughs> okay, so there you go. New Batman um, villain. Uh-huh. Justice, ju- ju- uh, switch hacker man. Um, justice is served, I guess. Um, yeah, but it, like to quote the Joker, it's not about the money; it's about sending a message. Um, but now this is something a little bit interesting. Uh, Konami's iconic dating sim is finally being translated to English, just not the version everyone wants. So I'm not aware of this, but an independent retro video game translator known, a person known as Retro Translator, recently announced that his team's working translating Konami's seminal 1990s dating similar 
Tokimeki Memorial into English is almost complete. There's a catch. It's less than perfect Super Famicom port. It's been translated. That's a superior version that appeared on the PlayStation. Um, so that uh, disappointment doesn't work the project isn't worth celebrating. So pretty much translated script for Heartthrob Memorial under the Tree of Legends and fully inserted. Uh, as they tweeted last week. Um, of course, uh, we'll work hard to make sure everything's right just before it gets released. Uh, says an understatement, long-time fans of the Tokimeki Memorial franchise have been waiting for the original game to be translated in English for decades. Most of those diehards were joined by a new core of players eager to try the game for themselves thanks to uh, Tim Rogers' Kotaku video editor, 6-hour essay about his, his uh, history and legacy. May not have been the first thing sim, but Tokimeki Memorial perhaps is the most responsible for putting the genre on the map. Um, unfortunately, Tokimeki Memorial did censor no Kito no Shita that is not the Token Memorial everyone was hoping to see localized. That would be 1995's Token Memorial uh, Forever With You on the PlayStation. An upgraded version of the original game was released for the PC and the Super CD-ROM 2 add-on. That's the TurboGrafx CD for those outside Japan. A94, no uh, Tokimeki Memorial uh, is the Super Mario equivalent that has arrived. Uh, you have the PlayStation version, a port. Many considered a compromise for various reasons, most notably for the lack of voice acting. Um, so I had no idea about this game. Obviously, I played Vision Novel, but I think it's cool that a game that a lot of people love is getting translated, even if it may not be the version everybody wants, which happens has happened in some of our favorite remasters, uh, for sure. Like they use a less than ideal port. Um, I'm struggling to remember now. All of a sudden, <laughs> no, it, it's good for I mean, some form I've... of um, gaming preservation. Yeah, sure. that's what I was gonna say. Like this, this is needed for gaming preservation. All this trans, like it, it, it helps the because I'm into preservation. So this is people who go ahead and translate these things. They don't even get paid to do this most of the time. So it's, it's, it's a form of gaming preservation because outside, like it's gonna be lost in Japan eventually. So if it gets external, you know, exposure, it helps a lot with the preservation of it. And we were never going to get the version with voice acting. Like, let let's start with the no. translation. And then maybe fans will get passionate enough to actually like dub the voice acting or something. Yes, because yeah, you could just leave the Japanese voices in and just have the text in English. Oh, yeah. That's they can tell you right thing. now. Sure. Yeah, that's most 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 VA uh, visual novel dubs don't get English voice acting. It's well, Mike? I would say, and unfortunately, right now when people think Konami, they're not going to think about this game. So, are people thinking about Konami? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that is them. Yeah, isn't it? Is. Yeah, yeah, that is, isn't it? It's on the bo- stamp of all the cards. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, they do still make games then. Kind of. The only yeah. stipulation is they're going to dub this. It has to be like super cheesy, like '90s anime dub. Oh, it will be. Oh, I also, be. that'd be that'd, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um, yeah, look it out. Check it out. So check on like a. a um, Check this out. This, this was pretty cool. I just want to put it in because I thought it sounded cool. Uh, but you know what also is cool is Mutants in a Half Shell. And we finally have some news after like seemingly months of nothing of this game, which is fine. I, I can I can wait, damn it. I can wait. But Splinter, Master Splinter, <laughs> I made a funny Master Splinter, is officially going to be a playable character in TMNT Shredder's Revenge. And we got a little cute uh, one-minute trailer uh, I forgot April O'Neil is going to yep. be playable, and mm-hmm. God, I need—I just need this game. I just need this game so I bad, so bad. It's just Ugh. like number one, Sp- Master Splinter looks so fucking cool. 
Um, obviously, you know, this whole this game is sticking to like the late 80s, early 90s cartoon aesthetic. And Splinter looks exactly like that. Um, visually, this game is just eye candy. I love how it looks. Um, oh my god. Um, I hope this has four-player online. Please let Me it too. have four-player online. I want um, a physical edition. It better have a physical edition. <laughs> I hope so. uh, at the minimum, at least in America, it'll be a limited run. I don't know how it handles in Canada. Um, yeah, I go uh, through limited run, too. Okay. At, at the minimum, it'll, it'll be that. Um so yeah, it's, no, it's worth no noting this was part of a little mini uh, like indie showcase that PlayStation did, but this was really the mm-hmm. the only thing like worth shouting out. There was yeah. like there was some games that were new and stuff, but nothing that at least nothing I found interesting to post. I don't know if you watched it or anything. No, I didn't. I just saw this and yeah. I was just like, "Yes, Master Splinter, just give me playable Shredder, you bastards! Just give me playable Shredder." It's called Shredder's Revenge. You gotta give me playable Shredder. Come on! Sure. I just I need an arcade joystick and buttons if I'm <laughs> going to play that game. <laughs> I will figure uh, out a way to make it run on my arcade cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, part of me hopes that like you could put like I don't know like the are you the arcade soundtrack or the SNES soundtrack? I don't know who they have to talk to about licensing that shit, but I don't think that'll happen. But that would be like a dream like like for me if they if they could do that because. The music for those games makes it, but just give me. This was to came out last year. It didn't. You know, we never heard anything, and now it's. We have no idea. So I, I'm gonna wait. I've waited so long for an actual TMNT sequel, like that's good. Mm-hmm. So I will. I will wait, and I will kick half shell. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Buddy? No, I'm excited. Um, hopefully, they will make uh, Shredder a unlockable character, and uh, I don't think Casey Jones was relevant back in the original cartoon i think i know in the movie movie, not 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 the cartoon cartoon. i think he was in the The movie the the newer quote-unquote generations but it'd be interesting if they finally threw him in but no i'm excited for it um it looks like it's calling back to the arcade days and uh yeah i agree physical edition please that way i can share it with friends okay do either of you care about the new yellow lady turtle in the comics, oh God, this this this. I bullshit. don't, I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, I don't I, read I the comics. Followed. So there, there I, you go, I, there you go. I'm, I there you go. It's debate settled. I no, I don't care if there's a lady turtle. If there it is, it's, what, what, no, what, it what, can't be as bad as the Power Rangers crossover. The Power Rangers lost in oh, space. No, Power Rangers <laughs> in space. In space, the this crossover. Is space. Yeah, they yeah. did in that. <laughs> Hey, that was cool at it the time. It was cool at the time, it. but please the, never again. The Power Rangers <laughs> meaning the, the t- No, no, no. I mean, now it's probably Casey cooler. Jones, oh, yeah. I think Casey Jones oh, would I be think a good so add-on, though. I want to do something with a hockey stick or a cricket bat or a baseball exactly. bat. Oh, and then, if this is successful... Oh, a Jose Canseco bat. The last one, uh, Tell me. Good. You didn't pay money for this. It's not Venus de Milo. It's a different lady turtle. I know, but she... It, it, no, unless she appears in, like, cartoons or movies, doesn't count. It's I, like, I want to know what weapon does she use? I must know. Uh, I don't remember offhand. I think it's like size. Um, yellow. Oh, Ninja that's, Turtle. That's Raph's thing. As I say, oh it, no, it's, give her a she, it's claws. Weapon. I was I was picturing points. <gasps> claws. Yeah, she has. Oh yes, please put her. She put has her claws. In. <laughs> if she She's shows so up cool. in this game, I will give I will give credence. But it's only the four brothers and she Master looks Splinter. like. They took Slash and was like, we're going to make Slash female and better looking. 
Yeah. <laughs> Her name's Jenica. She's awesome. Okay. Is Jenica a Renaissance painter? I don't know. No. I don't know. No. See, I don't think she follows those same rules because she hasn't always been a turtle. She was a a human uh, Uh, Foot Clan soldier that was, like, transformed. Yeah. So she's, like, a weapons master and then has, you know, different skills and stuff. So she's better than the turtles is what you're saying. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) They kind of did that with the latest turtle season with master splinter i think because you know, originally it was a rat made him a turtle no he was um i think originally it was a rat uh hit by the ooze and i think in the new one he was a human that then turned into a rat i think uh, so in the okay. 80s he was a human that turned into a rat and in the movie he was a rat that trained and then the ooze okay. turned him into a okay. larger rat it, yeah and with martial arts okay. capabilities. Yeah. Comic universe is hard. I think every version of the train may splinter something Which is fine, different. but then it's hard to yeah. keep track of everything, but... That's why yeah. it's just the movie! That's why... It's like, oh my god, it's, it's Ming-Mong Bing-Mong showing up in Star Wars. The first The, first the original live-action, right? Because yeah, those are the only ones yeah. that I, I recognize. Yeah, the first the first three. Okay. That's, that's it. No, well, the first two. Okay, third one's, third one's <laughs> fine. It's, we can, we can I don't know stuff. why. I never knew there was a third one. I, honestly, yeah, I only well, know one and two. There was, fine. A, there was a third fine. one. <laughs> I'm dropping it at that. It's, it's a little. It's a little. All right. So okay, let's hold on. on. Then listed yes. and 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 Jenica's, uh, powers and abilities is child care. Oh wow. come really? On. Now, now, see, now you know. Now, okay, that's 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 just the writer being sexist or the whoever whoever wrote that thing. Um, it's a fan page, so it's it's just it's just the brothers. It's just the brothers. Leave it at that. Don't have more turtles. She no taught more... the orphans ninjutsu, so that's fine. Don't need no more turtles, okay? The, tur- the four brothers. Are f- I don't know why I'm trying to talk about like, like in New Yorker, and it turned into um, what the I hell was that? Hantaro. That would've been hilarious. This looks like some kind of big title. <laughs> okay. Um, Speaking of things to die. So while we may or may not be getting a new teen, uh, Mutant Ninja Turtle on the roster, Google is quietly ditching Stadia. Um, so this is, um, as spotted by The Verge, this news comes from Business Insider Report, published yesterday, which paints a not-so-happy ending for Stadia. The service has apparently been demoted within Google, with Stadia boss Phil Harrison now reporting to Google's vice president of subscription services instead of directly to Google's hardware boss, Rick Osterlot. That is a badass last name. According to reports, this is characterized by insiders as a demotion for the entire Stadia service, following disappointing sales, and performing far below Google's expectations. I wonder why! Um, it now seems that the plans over at Google Stadia is to focus on lucrative deals with other companies to create and power experiences for them, and oddly folks have already seen some of these deals with a recent game found on P- Peloton Peloton bikes actually powered by Google Stream, reported the new name for Google, Google Stadia's technology. According to the current and formal Google Stadia employee, there are some folks who still believe the danger of playing stuff like Cyberpunk 2077 on your phone, but one person who spoke to Business Insider estimated only about 20% of the focus now at Stadia is on the gaming side. There are plenty of people internally who would love to keep going, so they are working really hard to make sure it doesn't die, but they're not the ones writing the checks. Um, and uh, Google Stadia tweeted out, If you hear one thing, this is the Stadia team's working hard, working on a great future for Stadia and cloud gaming. We hope you agree. We know the proof is in the playing, you know, so got to get that PR tweet out there. 
Um, yeah, Google Stadia since it's part of the tweet. Uh, while it's unlikely that Google will pull the plug on Stadia anytime in the future, it's becoming more and more apparent that Google Google's game bet didn't pay off as they hoped. Over the course of the last few years, Stadia has faced many multiple lawsuits, made decisions to shut down its main first-party development studio with little warning, ran into issues with indie devs, and has seen key folks leaving the company. It's also revealed last year that after spending tens of millions of dollars to secure ports of AAA games like Red Dead Redemption 2, Stadia underperformed at bringing in new subscribers and users by hundreds of thousands. Duh. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I think like I think a lot of us here, well, JBG and Mike weren't here, but us at the Chart Network... Uh, pretty much predicted this from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and considering like what kind of service this was, and just like it, the world's not ready for it. Um, and the only reason Microsoft gets away with it is because it's bundled in with a service that other people are using, like Game Pass. So it's not like uh, it's called XCloud Gaming or um, what is the proper term, Justin? The Microsoft's uh, cloud service, XCloud. XCloud. Okay, I didn't know. I thought it was something not stupid. Um, <laughs> Uh, wow, it's a stupid name. It is. I mean, there's um, Xbox Game Streaming, but it's it's Project X Cloud. That's mo- okay. There you go. Um, so yeah, like I like we all mock Stadia. Um, obviously, there was those hilarious like people who'd create fake atta- Twitter accounts to praise Stadia. I remember that. That was pretty funny. But um, at the same time, there are people who generally enjoy Stadia who had a good time with it, and you know they probably had no other issues. And I do feel bad for those people because they probably got. I hope they got this money worth, but obviously the way Stadia was uh, moder- was uh, uh, advertising their stuff to be marketed, thank you very much, was not the obviously the big right route to get people in the masses to come play their games like that. Yeah, I mean, all I'll say is Stadia died like it lived, quietly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I knew from the beginning when I first saw it, I was like, this is going to fail. It's, gonna be, it's just going to they're gonna hype it up, which they did, and then it's just gonna be around for like a week, and then slowly fade into the abyss. Well, that's what Google does. Yeah, yeah. They, every project, like, there's so many things that you big projects Google like hype up, and then just think nothing ever happens. Mm-hmm. It's it's common for big companies. I just think they they honest. I honestly think they thought this was gonna be like the Sony and Nintendo killer in a sense. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like no, like maybe again, like obviously the bigger, like the comparison we made early on was Apple Arcade, but Apple Arcade was system because number one, it's not cloud gaming; it's all only four ninety nine per month, and you get games as part of the service. So not I feel ad. like, um, uh, not an ad, but like you know, <laughs> I have I have an iPhone. I don't have Apple Arcade anymore because I don't really like gaming on my phone. But when I had it, it was great. It was awesome. It was sick. Um. But, like, I feel like if Google had maybe their own games to purchase or to stream, honestly, like, you just pay this month instead of, like, who you're going to pay $60 to fucking stream a game? Are you are you crazy? And then, again, you know, there's those cloud, there's those Switch cloud <clears throat> ports. So maybe I'm not crazy. I to, maybe I am crazy. Um, uh, so I, it sucks for people to use it, but, like, I think the writing was on the wall from day one. Well, and Google never does anything yeah. first. So anytime you like, you know, join the bandwagon of something, you're always going to be less good at it. <laughs> My God, uh, I forgot Google Stadia was a thing until I played Destiny, and there was actually people playing Destiny on Stadia. So no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Destiny my. does decently yeah, on Stadia. Yeah. I mean, 
it's unfortunate, but it was one of those things to where, especially with this device where it's just pure streaming, if you are live mm-hmm. in like the Midwest or a place where you don't have good internet, it's going you're it's basically hey. just a waste of money. And it's not surprising. Um it'll be interesting to see if Google tries it again. I highly doubt it, but you know, unfortunately for Google it's a drop in the bucket for them, so they're not mm-hmm. it's not gonna make or break them. Unfortunately it's just gonna put a lot of people out of business, so hopefully they can get relocated, but Interesting concept, but maybe not for this generation. Or any generation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Microsoft was right to bundle it with something people are already paying, so you're not actively using it. You can try it out if you want, but it's not forced upon you like the Google Stadia. Uh, And you also get games to play along with the service versus paying for additional games. Um, Yeah. Uh, so there we go. And now it is time to move on to the main event of the evening, which is the coveted 40-minute Nintendo Direct, which dropped out of fucking nowhere. Huh. I remember last year's because I was in a fucking snowstorm when it <laughs> happened, so it seems like every February we're just going to get a Nintendo Direct. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and start off. So I have it written down in chronological order on my Google Notes. Uh, if you guys want to stop, uh, let me know. We'll say something. And we can, or otherwise we will move on as, as, as we progress. Some of these we can easily just go over. I'm going in the time of day we're shown on the video. Justin, if you catch me, if I accidentally do something out of order, please. Um, I think I got everything in the right order. I'm basically just um, going to let this play because I assume we'll be talking for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably not because there's some things we could just gloss over. Um, maybe a little bit less. Uh, first up, uh, reveal trailer for Fire Emblem Three Hopes, a.k.a. Fire Emblem Warriors 2. Um, obviously, Age of Calamity was really successful. They, the shit, the whole Warriors, you know, with cross Zelda franchise has been extremely successful. So now we're getting the three era, uh, the the three houses version. Although I thought it was a new Fire Emblem game, and I was still excited because fuck yeah, let's go! I love these uh, Nintendo ga- these uh, Nintendo Warriors games. They're so fucking sick. Um, and it has a release date of June twenty fourth of this year. Mm. Yeah, no, not surprising my, that my, they chose to do this. I think his three houses actually did relatively successful, correct? Oh, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, My brother knows nothing about Fire Emblem, and he said this game looks really cool. But he also, like, he likes the Hyrule Warriors games and stuff, so it's not surprising. Yeah. Um, I don't personally yeah. care about it, but, like, it's neat when something like this can, like, you know, introduce new fans to the franchise. Like that's yeah. kind of also, the point is, of these spinoffs. This, if it's going to go off, like the fans are speculating, this is going to go off the golden deer route, which is basically like I guess like a happy ending for everybody, because um, there's some routes where it could get really bad for everybody in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. It just reminded me that I need to do the other house runs on three houses at some point. But there you go. Uh, that's coming in June. So our first big Nintendo game. Um, after that. Um, we have uh, a overlook on Advance Wars, t- uh, Advance Wars reboot one and two reboot camp. Uh, we sort of we get confirmed it's going to have voice acting for the characters, which is really cool. The original games did not have voice acting because they were in the Game Boy Advance. It would have sounded like would have sound like that. Um, and God, the animation for the super attacks we get to see, and mm-hmm. I just mm, as somebody who loved this game uh, growing up, even though I sucked at it. Uh, I love it. They showed off, I believe, um, the multiplayer a little bit. Uh, the creative map feature, which is a, which is a huge component of 
uh, of the first two games. Um, God, everything about it just look, it just looks really well polished. And I sunk conf- too many hours into this game. <laughs> Time to do it again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I honestly thought the first two were always the best ones. Like, I have the DS ones, and they just didn't have the same magic as the original Game Boy Advance ones. And I've always wanted to go back and play the original. Like, I think they were called Famicom Wars for, like, the Nintendo. Mm, Yes. But I don't don't think I could because I just love the Game Boy Advance ones. So I think it just – it was meant for the Game Boy Advance, everything about it. Did any of you play Battalion Wars on GameCube? No, No. I wanted to to see how much of a bad game it is, but I'm not sure. (laughs) It's kind of like a blend of, um, uh, like Valkyria Chronicles and like a, like an Army Men game. Like it, it's all action. Um, like it's not you know it's not the turn based or anything, but it's got kind of like a like a slow down mechanic of like you know aiming your attacks and kind of you know lining up and and preparing your troops and that kind of thing still, uh, but in a you know. In a behind-the-shoulder action-oriented, I might have to try it. Then, it's interesting. I, like I wouldn't say Chronicles. it's great, <laughs> but like it's kind of it's it's interesting for fans. I don't know. I've yeah. I've never been uh, super into Advance Wars. April eighth, Advance Wars was like next to Metroid. It was the advance game for me, and I loved it. Mm. And of course, you gotta fight the main bad guy is basically Robotic Hitler. <laughs> so why not have a chance to kick Robotic Hitler's ass? Um, the game. The Game Boy Advance has way too many good... Like, the library for the Game Boy Advance is fantastic. It's insane. They need to do a lot more of this for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Either that or put it on the Switch online so we can play the original games on Switch. One or the other, baby. No. Come on, let's go. Because they'll add another $20 to the <laughs> package. <laughs> hey, if we can And then get stop supporting N64 games. I mean, to be fair, we're already halfway through that console's library anyways. Well, so. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> the console library wasn't exactly the hugest. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on to possibly the impossible port is is done. No Man's Sky is coming to Nintendo Switch this, I believe it says Correct. this summer. Yeah. And if this is Switch footage, because I you know, can't tell, I can't believe they're doing it. The it looks surprisingly good. Yeah, it does. I like. I am still kind of weary though, because Cyberpunk kind of did the whole like eh, well, running on everything. Unlike <laughs> Cyberpunk, this game has like had a revitalization where it ha- it's had updates. It's added basically everything that people wanted from the game. From what I understand, this game is basically a brand new game. Um, yeah, like, pretty much. So like, and and we show it, we see it here, and I'm like. I probably, in the rare instance where I say I won't get a Switch port because it's on Game Pass, so I could just probably buy it for, like, Xbox, probably prefer to play it there. But the idea of, like, you know, cozy flying around in bed, you know, and just going to farm or, you know, go be an intergalactic space pirate, it's really fucking cool. Like, like it. I thought The Witcher was, The Witcher 3 was the impossible port or Skyrim or any other ones, but not this Outer is Worlds. the impossible port, and they've done it. And it's not a cloud version. It's it's not the cl- it's not a cloud version because I, I I fully expected for it to say cloud version. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they could fucking do cloud version, not do cloud version squarings, you don't fucking do it. Never mind. We'll talk about that later. Um, after that, I'm just saying if they could do this with No Man's Sky, why can't they bring Kingdom Hearts laziness? Switch? <laughs> laziness okay. and, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's all it comes down to. They don't want to develop. Yeah, the no, whole game has support. definitely yeah. done um, a lot of work to fix their blunders when the first. This game first came out. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because what you see now is nothing like it was at launch. So they've uh, it was oh, empty yes. in launch. Oh yeah, it was mm-hmm. nothing like they like promised, and it ended up causing. And luckily, they've decided okay, we're gonna make this right. Because um, any other developer would have just ditched it and go. So yeah, no, I checked the site and it yeah. doesn't say cloud. So I don't know if it's gonna change. But if it's not cloud, that's that's impressive. That's. Yeah, it's, that's, that's impressive. Of, yeah, yeah, can't wait to see what the file size is going to be. No. Um, Speaking of impressive, uh, yeah, next yes. up is another installment into the Mario Strikers series, which I think I've this been is waiting. Mario Strikers. Finally, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people, I I never played this game because I didn't have friend. I didn't have a Wii <laughs> until like I was like literally ten years ago. Um, so I missed a lot of the multiplayer stuff. It started but on GameCube. The one... first Strikers was GameCube. Yeah, it started on GameCube. That's how oh, okay. I played. I never played the oh, okay. Wii version. Did oh, the Wii version is so much only... better. Uh, oh, is it? Only, yeah. only, I, only games I really play for GameCube is Smash Melee and some wrestling stuff. So miss it, miss that there too. But this game looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like it, it looks amazing. Um, so, so when it releases, we're all gonna get it, and we're gonna all like face each other. Oh right? yeah, that's unlike, unlike it has online multiplayer. Ass, like yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be Unlike incredible. Boring ass Mario Golf and um, what's the other Mario Party, where you're just gonna be mad at your partner for the next three hours. <laughs> uh, I will definitely grab this one because it just looks so good. Uh, a lot of the super, I like a lot of the super moves mm-hmm. that they're putting in here. Um, there's a lot of personality to the game. I like that it goes into this like crazy uh, etching style with cutscenes right before you do your super move. It just looks fun. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a big fan of the Mario sports games, um, but this, like, the I've been disappointed with the previous one, so, but this actually looks promising, and I honestly cannot wait. I like the idea they have customizations. Yeah, well. I was going to say, yes, costumes are the coolest new thing to me. Yeah. yeah. And I just you can hope it's on... not, like, I just hope it's not going to be like, you have to unlock these by finishing some weird campaign mode. Yeah, we'll just about to see, I guess. I mean, I'd be okay um, with that. And of course... You can, uh, yeah, and presentation wise, it looks all looks really good. Like I, I can't wait. Uh, and I think we have a, a June tenth, yep. so that's two. It's two big games for Nintendo already in the month of June with both Fire Emblem Warriors and uh, Super Mario Strikers uh, Battle League, which is going to serve two different audiences. But that's still two pretty. That's two pretty freaking huge. And pre-orders are live today. And more than likely, they will do like a beta test. The closer we can think of, is they did that with Mario Tennis. They did that with Mario Golf. Um, so they'll probably do that there. So look forward to that next uh mike did you have anything man i didn't i don't I didn't... no i'm excited i never got into the striker games um i do like they're bringing back the uh art style that kind of uh everyone loved about those games for the special attacks um i am gonna i mm-hmm. am curious to see how online will work because they only explain the club function of online um which is good i mean which yeah. is fine if it's its own i thought they showed eight players yeah, that was only local. Play locally, That's local. And the only set for online is that oh. you can join club, twenty member clubs, and basically within your club you can fight for dominance or stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting uh-huh. um, to see if you can do your own little like because if you do. F- 20 players that's only that's about five teams you could have which is seems a bit of an odd number you want to do like tournament play or stuff like that so um because nintendo when it always comes to online they're always kind of weird about it because they have to be nintendo um but no looks fun 
another party game to another Mario game to hate your loved ones after playing for about four hours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Speaking. <laughs> speaking. Well, not party games, but we uh, have a update for Splatoon three, uh, and this is on Salmon Run, the the new mode. Excuse that was, me. Salmon Run. Salmon. Salmon. I'm not gonna. We're not. We're not stopping this. Um, salmon. salmon. Say it right. Run, and we can continue. No. Um, Wait, it's gonna why have are you new... saying salmon? Isn't it salmon? It's <laughs> salmon. Salmon. Oh my god! Now I'm just doing it to annoy you. Um, well, it's working. Uh, the new the new mode uh, that I was introduced in Splatoon Two is coming back in Splatoon Three. No surprise. But this time it's gonna have a couple new bosses, and we got a, some uh, introduction of those. One of them was like a big tower that kind of spins round, 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 round. And even we got like a Godzilla s monster that shows up at the end. Like I couldn't help think of Godzilla. It has the fins. It's roaring. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. So I love I love this mode. Um, I, I hope I can convince Thomas to get Splatoon 3 so him and I can rocket it, because the few times, I didn't play Splatoon 2 as much as I played Splatoon 1, but the few times I did, it was during Salmon Run, so, um, I hope I can get into this game, uh, with, via that, and I hope it's uh, just as fun as, as, the, as the second game. It's Salmon Run. Salmon. <laughs> <laughs> we got them, boys. And, uh, and uh, Splatoon is set to release summer 2022. So no official release date, but this is probably going to be like their big one. Like this is like the the big first party that most people will pick up versus Fire Emblem and Mario Strikers Battle League will be like the ancillary titles. Yeah, it um, is interesting. Like they've we've got um, the Splatoon has so far been like June July. Yep. So like to put out two party games essentially. And the same month would be kind of weird. Well, I wouldn't call Splatoon a party game at all. I mean, I guess if Strikers, Strikers doesn't have a, online multiplayer, it's a competitive. Uh, then, it's a competitive shooter. Sure, but I mean, Strikers is also a competitive game. Um, I'm just saying, like that that would give credence to it not being online. Because they wouldn't be like splitting their, you know, their bandwidth between two online games at once. Either that, or they know that Splatoon's own fans are gonna buy this game regardless. Because still, plenty of people to this day still play Splatoon two competitively. Sure. So it's they that ravenous fan base is, is just waiting for the for the third game. So I, I think it'll be fine. I, if anything, it comes out August to give it some breathing room for uh, uh, for the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. I say July, late July by the latest. Um, so, uh, anything else, guys, for we move on? I just, I never got into Splatoon. I so. neither. I, <laughs> yeah. Just, I, need, I bought Splatoon, could get into it. So, it looks like a fun game, but Same. I just can't get into it. So, oh. Well, maybe after Destiny goes down, you, me, and Thomas <laughs> can rock out in Splatoon 3. Um, and I can show you how to play a real a real oh, FPS. Wow. Yes. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'll make fun. Of, I'll, I'll mock Thomas on when, we, when I talk to him on Friday. Next up, we got the first big huh of the show, <laughs> which is a remake of Front Mission First and a confirmed remake of Front Mission Two with Yawanzas. Uh, I have never heard of this series, but I won't really? lie. It looks really? cool. I, I've heard what? of it. I've never played it. What? Come at me yeah, like I have the first knife. one, the third one, and I think this shitty what evolution was this for? one for the PS3. What was, what was this, this for? This was Super Famicom. Super Famicom. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm like I'm noticing a theme with this going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
A lot of That's SNES what. remakes. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of super... I, I have a feeling because in Japan, this is they're, 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 I think they're realizing their audience is a little older now, mm-hmm. and nostalgia is a big hit, so Japan's just going, <laughs> well... And Square Enix and knows everyone... how to prey on nostalgia. Also, oh, gosh, the, yeah. the, team that is, the team that is making this is the same people who made the remake of Panzer Dragoon, and the, the also the same mm-hmm. people who are working mm-hmm. on uh, Panzer Dragoon's way. Give me news on that! I was hoping for that here, but it's not here. Uh, so there you go. It looks cool. I might try it. Uh, maybe not immediately, but it does look kind of cool. Um, it's, it's, it's a good game. It's just, it's very technical, mm. if that makes sense. It, no, I can tell. Like, you have to shoot out body parts, and... Um, it's also know. very slow. Maybe, I'm hoping they... A lot of the older tactical games felt very slow, so I'm hoping they do some sort of adjustment so the gameplay is a little quicker. Mm. At least speed up some menu navigation and stuff. That makes a big difference in strategy RPGs. And even, oh, yeah. like, damage, because sometimes, like, the damage is, like, sitting there and just, like... <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting, like, fighting one robot feels like for ten minutes. Mm. Or maybe I just suck at the game. That might be a possibility, too. Maybe. That's probably that's probably <laughs> it, actually. Let's go with that one. We'll have to see if I'm still, like, deep into triangle strategy when that comes out, because I can really only handle one strategy RPG at a time. Yeah, that's fair. And then we've also got Mario and Rabbids still coming out this year, so... Yeah, so it's hey if you're a yeah if you're a strategy uh, fan you're you're eating if you're a platforming fan RPG strategy RPG you're eating good this year. Uh, Next up, uh, since everybody wants to get, uh, we have a kart racing announcement. This looks. Uh, we have Disney speed look rough. What? Yeah, um, it's a free to play Disney racer from GameLoft. Didn't look that bad, like. It reminds me of like Lego drone racers for the play, uh, yeah. for the PC and PS2 yeah. way back in 2003. Uh, also in 64. Asphalt. So if you're familiar with that game, right? Uh, it's very it, mobile, it, and it's going to be point. mobile because oh. it is a free to play game. So, right? Yeah, I thought Which, I had I mean, some I'll nice play it on mobile. Like, that'd with be pretty the visuals dope. and. Like, this it's nice... so flashy for a racing game. Mm-hmm. Why? Not? Like, I think that's what makes it cool. Like, you know. It's um, distracting. Yeah, I think it looks cool. I won't play it. I don't know. I'm very much a, a, a driving game, more like a simulation, where I I just want it to be a. Obviously, the exception is Mario Kart, but Mario Kart's not flashy, and that's probably why I like it, is because it's not flashy. It's yeah. kind of flashy, but not like that. that. No, no. But no, also, no, no. like this we're already like... getting Final Fantasy Kart. Like I don't I don't <laughs> care about Disney. Wait, Final Fantasy Kart? Did I miss Ch- something? Chocobo, Chocobo GP. GP. Oh, right. Yes, okay. Yeah, just calling it a Final Fantasy card. I forgot about that one, yeah. I didn't realize that was a Switch exclusive yeah. either. Like, that's kind of wild. That is wild, considering the first one was on PlayStation. Right. So. <laughs> it might be a timed okay. exclusive. Maybe it's just a... T- but... Yeah, as I say, it's probably a timed exclusive. So, yeah. Play as your favorite Disney character, free to play. Play as Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, they could have <laughs> literally made that a Kingdom Hearts cart. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, next up, we're going to take a trip to the dark side with possibly the most surprising port. Um, the Force Unleashed is coming to Nintendo Switch. And sure. yes, it's not the PS3 version. It's not the PC version. It's not the Xbox 360 version. It is the Nintendo Wii version that they are upscaling for this game. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, why though? it's on pre-order. Just add motion to the PS3 version. I don't. 
it's, again, it's probably like, well, we have this code. Or Let's don't add motion, actually. Or just <laughs> don't say, re- release it. Well, idea. People are going to play don't it on PC. It. <laughs> it's already it's not okay. great. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, It was fine for the time. It was it was cool when it came out. Um, now that you have Jedi Fallen Order, it's kind of right. like, why play this? But also not great. Um, this, it's Assassin's Creed Ezio collection looks rough. Okay. Oh, uh, gosh, I, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like... Um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't look great. Um, I I will probably buy this when it go, drops down to fifteen bucks because Assassin you be say what you feel about Ubisoft games they drop in price fucking fast. Sure. Um, yeah, and I, I will nail this. I will buy this just for Portable Brotherhood, aka the best Assassin's Creed game. But just their Fighting frame rate, minutes. even in this trailer, is like they can't hide it. No, Don't, which is. Wasn't like the original Assassin's Creed's like PS2? Yeah. Or they, I'm assuming PS3. this is like the remake version. PS3. Yeah. They were on PS3, yeah. Okay. Are you telling me the Switch can't handle PS3? I mean, you know how weird the architecture was. But it's um, also PS3, so Ubisoft. It's, it's so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So not. They didn't do proper. So code. that's a piece of itself. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, who knows? Again, it, effort in a. I mean, like the uh, Assassin's Creed. I have one on Black Flag one. That yeah. one actually runs pretty well. Uh, three sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, three is so awful on Switch. So who knows? It's 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 whatever the fuck you're gonna get from Ubisoft. Um, but hey, if you, I will buy it for fifteen bucks in six months because I want to play in Rome in twenty <laughs> FPS. <laughs> um, you're lucky if it's twenty. Yeah, I'll be lucky. Uh, and then Rome, more um, like stutter. Moving, moving on, uh, we got a Gundam TV game coming out, which looked kind of cool, but it kind of glossed over it so fast. I'm like, wait, what are we doing? It's apparently um, another port because yeah, it was in the same yeah. section. I have a feel it's a port, but I also feel like it's a, it's a, that's an ongoing yeah. series that like weird chibi Gundam thing, and I just don't I don't I don't get yeah. the appeal to chibi Gundams. Get, just make it actual Gundams; it'd be better. Yeah. Mike, do you know well, what that? Had- that is based um, on so the SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Uh, there was a previous version released in uh, late 2017. Um, there was a series where they had a bunch of Chibi Gundams, and it's just kind of a crossover type deal. Uh, the Gundam series is odd in itself. There's the Gundam's Fighter <laughs> game. There's that Gundam's game where you have to break parts off because they're toys. Um, there's that robot fight game that basically takes Gundam and a bunch of other uh, major robots from across the series and throws them into the deal. It's very, very odd. There's that free-to-play mobile suit game. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this one because I've been wanting to get into, hopefully, a decent um, Gundam's game. And just it being portable will be awesome. Uh, yeah, so... Have you played the the Gundam like uh, Warriors spinoffs? I have not. Because those are actually pretty legit. Yeah, I played the first one or the second one. They're pretty fun, but they're, they're still not as good as like the more recent ones. I think that was still when they were trying to really get the formula down for their... Yeah. So, I don't know. The only Gundam game I played has been the one for Super Nintendo. <laughs> That's it. Endless Waltz. Yeah, it's so good. It's there's still, a few it's decent uh, arcade fighters. Yeah, they have good arcade fighters, and even like a lot of like the old like PS2 ones, like Journey to Jabero and all that, are are fun. They're just clunky, slow, but they have this weird appeal to them. Oh, if yeah. that makes sense, I get it. I get it. I just want to. I would like a Gundam game to play, but I've never found one besides Endless Waltz that appeals to me. 
Uh, alright, so moving on to possibly the biggest holy shit this is happening. Uh, uh Chrono Cross <laughs> is getting, the, the long-rumored remaster is officially happening with the same-ass frame rate. Sorry, I have to mention that. Um, yes, and it's coming out in April, uh, and it's also being paired with the, uh, Viz Radical Dreamers, which, uh, was part of a... Uh, Satellaview? Satellaview. Satellaview, yeah, I knew what I was talking about. Suck it. Um, <laughs> which I believe is like supposedly a bridge between Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. Um, and also it's available for pre-order now for only the low price of $19.99.99. So This um, game looks great. I'm going to ask... Uh, shut up. I'm going to have to disagree on that shut one. Shut up. Ooh, ooh, fight, fight, Don't fight, take fight, this from fight. me. Fight! So I'm ex- I'm excited for it, except I really don't think it looks that good. I feel like the textures don't make like if you look at the face, the face doesn't for some odd reason it doesn't match the body. It really doesn't. The, do you mean like in the world map or in battle? In battle, I, I see what he means. In, I see exactly what he means. Uh, watch in the battle. It's really bad, and it bothers. Me. It stands out. Way well, because too much. There, like I've had a hard time going back to this game because the sprites look ugly. I mean, the models, I should say, look ugly <laughs> compared are models. Yes, yeah, but they look ugly compared like... to the landscapes. So it's like as long as they can just you know do the the Final Fantasy remaster thing of like you know drawing over the original models, basically, it would look really good because those backgrounds I think have held up better than a lot of the. Um, the backgrounds like from the you know same era of Final Fantasy games. Um, it's I, just like, the models I, look terrible. Yeah. I think the models are fine in the original one, but the, the resolution for the Chrono Cross was obviously super small. Like it was like two pixels was the face basically, right? right? Um, so they need to go back and touch it up. I just feel like I, I'm hoping this is like early stage because I feel like they still have a lot of work to do on the touch up of these face. Like that face stands out way too much. Uh and. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping it's going to be good because I would love to play it because I haven't played and beaten Chrono Cross in like a decade. Yeah. So I'd like to go back and play like a remake of it because it looks gorgeous. Chrono Cross is like yeah. environments are gorgeous. It's just visually, it's like a painting. So, yeah. It you're walking through a painting basically. Um, but I think the biggest shock was actually the fact that it's also being paired with Radical Dreamers, which is not necessarily the, the connection between the two. It's actually the part of Chrono Cross is actually doing that exact same thing um, when they go to the mansion. So it's it's gonna be it's also a musical, yes. Yeah, it does have all remastered music, which is awesome. Yes, because so, the music in Chrono Cross is on par, I think, with Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. That's a bold claim. Like that's I love game. this game, and it's been a I long said the time music since I played is. it. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. Now, am I? Let me ask you this because I have dogged on this game for so long. Am, am I going to be wrong dropping down twenty dollars to play this game? Because you know how much no. I love Chrono Trigger. I love it. No, Chrono Chrono Cross is good. Just don't go in thinking it's going to be better than Chrono Trigger. Well, don't even go in thinking it's Chrono. connected to Chrono Trigger. Honestly. Yeah, actually, that's <laughs> probably better. <laughs> that's a better well, option. <laughs> number one. Nothing's better than Chrono Trigger, so I, that's not a problem. I don't because I, I mean I it really is like it, it is. It's a it's technically a sequel, but it's really more of a spiritual successor. Like you yeah, could have never played Chrono Trigger and get just as much enjoyment from the game as if you did. Yeah, like 
they have like the fan made game was it like Crimson Echoes that does make the actual connection between Chrono Trigger and uh, Chrono Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, you could literally just not ever have played Chrono Trigger, play Chrono Cross, and you'll you'll get the exact because any information that you do need to know, they'll they explain it to you in Chrono Cross. Yeah. Okay. I but know. I just think Chrono Cross just... has some really cool mechanics in it, like the battle mechanics. Um, oh yeah. It's brilliant the way it handles like character development. Uh, because there's whole branching paths where, like, you can completely lock yourself off to certain content. So it's like, you have to play it again, which Chrono Trigger does, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think there's more, no. like, dynamic elements. I mean, yeah, Chrono like, Trigger, if you want multiple endings. Yeah, endings. Well, yes. You don't, yeah, you're not blocked off from anything, though. It's just, yeah, you just kill Lavos at this point in time. <laughs> that's that's it. Fair. It's multiple um, endings, I guess. But this actually has, like, multiple, like, story arcs. Throughout, and you well. can't get them all in one playthrough. You actually have to play it multiple times to get every thing. Right. Yeah, every which thing. I think is really cool. I, I just it is, but it's... I feel like the characters are still kind of one dimensional. They kind of just give them an accent and say, "There, that's their personality." Bye. Because there's oh, like, was it like forty eight playable characters? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I never like when I played it. There was no internet. <laughs> like I played it on PS one, like as a kid. Um, yeah. So like, I definitely did not get everything. Yeah, and I didn't like, even I think know. 48 playable characters. Yeah. So. I don't know. But it's, it's got a, a it's got a so lot of go unique back. elements. And like I I'm just excited to play through it again like with a guide to see what all like <laughs> is actually in the game. Cuz it does, I mean, I'll admit it does kind of have that Final Fantasy 6 syndrome where it's like if you don't follow a guide, you're probably going to miss like a lot of characters and stuff. Oh. I just hope... miss a lot of character development, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This means that Chrono Trigger is not far off. Put that on the Switch, please. Oh yeah, don't remake it, please. I don't. I, even if everyone yeah. likes the Octopath Traveler, don't remake it. Just keep it as Chrono just port Trigger. It. Don't touch just, it. Just, just port leave it. Leave it. Just port it. No, let the, let the Secret of Mana team remake it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, God, no, don't. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Tyler, completely edit out Justin's ethereal existence from the show starting now. Okay, let's let's move on. So that's the big. That's the big first get of this Nintendo Direct. Uh, moving, I'd argue Strikers was the big first get, but uh, I would say this is bigger, um, just because mm-hmm. it's it's a remaster of a game that people have been wanting for a long time. So I would say this is the first. Yeah, big but we've been wanting a new Strikers game for like twenty years. You and like five people. Um, moving on to Kirby and the so Forgotten cute. World, aka, and this is sort of is an overview trailer, huh? Is it Forgotten Land? Yeah, it Forgotten is. World, is Forgotten it World, Forgotten Land. It's like Disney him. World. It Disney World. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Kirby and the Forgotten 3D 3D oh. era. Um, oh. As introduced to Kirby, uh, we get Kirby! introduced to Kirby's new abilities as he has the Big power to mode. super suck, uh, and yeah. they show off some uh, powers, including being able to suck a car, suck a vending machine, suck a wheel, and just showing how inventive. Kirby can be without his copy abilities. In addition to now, you can act for the first time in Kirby's history, you can upgrade your copy abilities. So they oh show some God. examples of the like the fire ability being upgraded, like this inferno dark fire shit. This game is gonna be awesome. I don't care if it's super easy. Also, the battle arena is confirmed. You can see it in the Waddle D Town. So there's your challenge right there. Um, uh, so I. This game was already charmful. They didn't have to show the trailer, but like if if you're gonna be sold on Kirby in the Forgotten Place, this is it. 
like I'm uh, glad. Like I was always concerned about them making a, a 3D Kirby game. I was like, oh, how are they going to do it? And I'm glad it took them like 30 years to mm-hmm. make it. Yeah, because now they can do it right. Yeah, they're uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the, uh, the cutter uh, VLC turns into Kirby. a into a chakram, yeah. which uh, comes back to you, which looks really cool. The fire like kind of spits out lava rocks. Like I like that you can um, upgrade your uh, upgrade your your stuff. Um, it's it's gonna make playing with your copy abilities not feel like the same tangible shit. I would have enjoyed playing as you know icicle, fire, plasma all over again, but in three D. But this is just an added extra bonus for it. It's great. It seems like you I'm can honest- kind of focus on the abilities you like the most and just you know keep upgrading those rather than having to choose a specific one for that one like area just because you need it for the puzzle and then like even if you don't like using honestly, it, you have yeah. to yeah. I, I'm mostly like I'm kind of confused about the big mouth mode thing because a lot of the things that he does, except for a couple of them, like car Kirby, that's just wheel Kirby. Wheel Kirby can just plow through anything, anyways. The light yeah. bulb, that's just fire Kirby. He can light up things. I feel like they need to be a little more creative with how they use big mouth mode. Yeah. So, I feel like that's the one down I think of so far that I've saw. But every everything else is positive. That's true. But with with Kirby, it's really it's functions like. There's only so much you can do. Oh my gosh. Some of, and the, some of these monster designs. <laughs> so good. I can't wait for this yeah. game. Well, I can't, we haven't even seen I, the Eldritch Horror of the game, so that's going to be the fun I, part. So I'm assuming this doesn't actually take place on Dreamland then. No, it's probably like no. some other planet. He's traveling somewhere. Or Pop Star or whatever they call it. Yeah. I think it takes place oh. in New Donk City. <laughs> like a thousand years in the future. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, well, super I like the great abilities, um, especially after watching some people play like the N sixty four game where you can actually combine abilities. It was a, oh, that one's it so was good. an interesting oh, yeah. concept. That was so, so good. No, it looks good. Um, yeah, the mouth, the mouthful mode. It was an interesting twist to go with um, for new abilities, but I guess. Since it is a 3D game, you probably want to go more for stuff that requires you to interact with the environment, since you're mm-hmm. probably going to try to engage you into exploring and the other items such as that. But nope, excited for this one. This will probably take up my March and April. Oh gosh, as it comes out. Ah! Yeah. Oh, so yeah. anyways, recap, um, one of sorry, many. Three cap. This comes out March 25th. The Chrono Cross game comes out April 7th. Uh, Gundam is mm-hmm. sometime this year. The Assassin's Creed was two was this month, the seventeenth, and then Star Wars was April twentieth. In case people miss release dates, and it, Advance Wars is April eighth. Like yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, luckily, Chrono Cross is twenty bucks, so you can wait till it drops to fourteen ninety nine later in the year. Um, and Triangle Strategy is also March. Stop. We, we'll yeah. get a trailer for that in a little bit. <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, we have a, a first, uh, a really uh, like pretty big deal. Uh, MLB The Show 22, starring Shuei Otani, who's one of the best players in Major League Baseball currently. Um, they we get a full on in game uh, from the uh, the Switch version of MLB The Show. This is a big deal because for the longest time, MLB The Show was a PlayStation exclusive. Last year, it actually showed up on Xbox Game Pass. Actually, it's on Xbox Game Pass again this year for the new version. Uh, this version does look rough. I won't lie, frame rate's pretty bad. 
Um, but uh, they did say that it has cross-platform progression. So meaning if you have the Nintendo Switch version and then say like you have the Xbox Game Pass via PC or console, you can, your progress transfers over to there. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, and we get a, a Muppet. A guy just starts narrating. It turns out it's an old man Muppet, which I thought was pretty funny. Sure. And I laughed because there's a joke in there. It's like, you guys, we talk about you guys were a two-way player. Uh, I didn't think he was serious or something like that. I'm like, nobody fucking watches this direction to get that fucking <laughs> joke. Except for like me and like a handful of people who actually yeah. watch baseball. Um, so I, th- I thought it was funny. Um, the Muppet has been part of the series okay. for, I think, the past four iterations now. So, yeah. That's what I figured. So, that's cool. MLB the show, the best, ba- oh, the only baseball game I think you can play. But the last year's was really, really good. Um, the fact that it's coming to Switch, uh, I think is even though it's not gonna look, it doesn't run that well. Maybe it'll play enough so you can just play it on the go, and then you can play home on your PC or your bigger console. If you yeah, can. that's the novelty of the Switch ports when they have cross progression. Uh, so I think the most entertaining thing is seeing the Sony icon in, on a Nintendo Switch box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me, it was bizarre seeing that on the uh, Xbox Game Pass version last year. Trust me. I don't um, know. For some reason, on a Nintendo box is even a bigger hit somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, think about the, up... the Cuphead, like Microsoft Studios logo opening up the video. Yeah. Go ahead. So next up, we have uh, a couple of big ones. Uh, the much blind cloud feels weird that they put this in here, but the the cloud ports for Kingdom Hearts all in uh, all all basically every single Kingdom Hearts game is coming to Nintendo Switch via the yeah. cloud, and, and nobody likes it. I don't know anybody nope. who likes it, or if they do like it, if they buy it, it's begrudgingly. Um, this really sucks, but it is what it is. Um, don't buy them. <laughs> no, buy. This is this is how much I know about them. Um, when I heard cloud version, I'm like, oh, they're making a special release with cloud in it. <laughs> like, that's, like I, honestly, I don't, I don't like Kingdom Hearts. I probably very bad thing to say, but I just I couldn't get into the game, so I just yeah, don't care it. about it's, them. It's understandable. Uh, yeah, and it also didn't help that the demo doesn't help sell the cloud version because you only get 15 minutes into the game and that's it. So it's not like even. Yeah, Control did that same thing too. Yeah, that seems. Um, all the cloud don't cloud versions are ass. Either don't fucking port your game or fucking port your game, just to stop. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just greedy. Next up though is pretty surprisingly, Klonoa, both Klonoa One and Klonoa Two. It's under Fantasy uh, Reverie series. It's coming back. So I never played Klonoa growing up, but Me like either. I've seen videos on it. Um. Like and it just looks so charming, uh, mm-hmm. and especially in this new coat of paint. Um, and I think if it, I think I, I can't remember if it has remastered music or not, but I just love how old school platforming it looks. Like there's just something about it that just reminds me of like mid to late nineties uh, platformers that you well, don't see I mean, anymore. That's when it came out. Sonic, so. yeah. I know, I know, I but think like Sonic team needs to look at this game and go, "We're doing something wrong." Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a, a nice. <laughs> I don't play a lot of mid to late nineties platformers, is what I'm yep. saying. Fair. Um, and then after that, P- Portal one and two, I guess. Um, sure. Sorry, I don't. I don't really care for Portal. Um, it's it's a weird thing. Like, why? <laughs> and now, I, yeah. <laughs> and now, the like, thing... I understand what it did, but it it's still like it feels like it's really late for it to be right. On Not to mention the Steam Deck's coming out. Wouldn't yeah. you play it on Steam Deck over the Switch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now those fucking tweets of like you can play Portal on Steam on Steam Deck, but not on Switch. Well, not not anymore, asshole. You can play it on yeah. both. Um, and now the thing that uh, TVG is excited for: 
Live Alive <laughs> is getting a full-on AC2D remake. The the very the famous JRPG that never left Japan is officially getting a Western release. Um, TBG, why is this game a big deal? Uh, because it was never released in North America. I don't know. I just it's it's a very interesting RPG because it's not just like one story. You're playing through multiple scenarios in different timelines and playing them, and they are all each unique. So the primitive one, they don't talk, and the cowboy one's a short story. The ninja one, you have different ways to beat the chapter. Um, in the near future, it plays more like a traditional RPG if it was taking place in the near future. The wrestling one or present day one is like a street fighter kind of thing where you get to choose your opponent and then just go straight into a battle with them. Um, and, and you'll see weird characters like Max Morgan, which is clearly a Hulk Hogan. Uh, I think all of them are actually based off of some sort of actual real person. They probably will say they're not. Um, and then there's the future, the future one, which is not, there's no really battle in it. It's all like, it's like playing a horror game through the whole thing. Um, there's a big graphical difference. I'm going to see it's because in the Super Nintendo, the Super Famicom one, they're usually 16 by 16 sprites, and then you go into battle, and they have a full-on, like, the sprites you see on the actual trailer, obviously not as animated. Mm-hmm. So they're actually completely changing it, and I'm really interested to see how it's going to turn out. It looks gorgeous, and it's I was not expecting this at all because... They did do some sort of weird copyright thing, I think, a year and a half ago. But then there happened to be, like, a big, uh, like, I guess, like, some sort of uh, concert with Live Alive music. So everyone's like, oh, that's that's what it was about. But I guess they were actually remaking this. There's also going to be some censorship issues uh, that I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Because in the prehistoric one, there's uh, some very inappropriate, probably not very, uh, yeah... They're gonna have to do some. I'm, I'm wondering to see what if they're gonna change how certain stories are played out because there is some very not appropriate things nowadays. Uh, mm. Kind of scenes that they're gonna have to adjust. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, I guess if they keep I'm the also... if they keep the Celeste getting her uh, getting beaten in the Pixel Remaster coming out in a couple of weeks, then maybe they're just like fuck it. Oh, no, no, there's. There's More. worse in okay. the prehistoric one. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot worse. Okay. Um, it, it it has a lot of sexual humor in the prehistoric one. Oh, lots of sexual. And humor. since they're not talking, it's all with you know, body yeah. language. Yeah. So it, it it's gonna be interesting, and I'm hoping they because this a lot of it. There's not much story until like the end. And I'm hoping they kind of adjust the story a bit more and maybe ha- add some elements because it did feel like it was missing a lot uh, when you play the original one. So I'm hoping they 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 add some additional story elements to it because um, it doesn't. They just it feels like they quickly tied it all together in like a final chapter. Huh. But it was not what I was expecting. I remember like, when I saw the. F- when I first saw the direct and I saw the first scene and I knew instantly what it was and I freaked out. <laughs> Def- definitely a surprise. Definitely yeah. a surprise. And again, it's an HD2D remake, so it looks gorgeous. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was I was expecting maybe a port for this, the like online, if anything, but no, the full remake is shocking because I didn't think it had that big of a following even in Japan. Yes, yeah, maybe that's I what think, they I want is to... to get a bigger following. Yeah. Um. Right. 
Uh, also, I think it's like Square. Like Square has put almost everything. Like they're putting out almost everything on of their JRPG library on Switch. Um, you know, so like I think this is just the next thing. So uh, it's just a matter of time um, before more stuff comes. I, I'm kind of curious on how many more of these they're going to try and do, though, because I feel like it's going to get oversaturated pretty quick if they keep doing. Oh, it. it's already <laughs> oversaturated. I mean, the Pixel Remasters still haven't even hit. Dragon Quest four through six is still not on. On Switch, so like. Well, I mean, like, like they're making th- they're making a Dragon Quest three HD oh, remake. They have true. Triangle Quest that looks similar. They have Octopath. Like uh, that style is going to get really exhausted really quick. I, f- I have a feeling. Probably, but I I think it'll be. Uh, I I like it because I think so far it's been special, um, and so far we only have Octopath, Pachyderm Strategy, Dragon Quest. We only have four games using this sort of style. So and it's a nice um, style too. Like. Yeah, and I think I think they do a good job of distincting themselves. I, like initially, when you look at it, it's like, oh my god, is it Octopath two? And again, we I, I guarantee there's going to be an Octopath Traveler two. Uh, we know mm-hmm. there's going to be one. Um, so that's at least so I, I'm I'm happy for it. Anytime I see it, I think it's gorgeous. Um, it just depends on what the settings are. Um, I mean, uh, moving on, um, Switch Ports is coming to Switch. Um, the the coveted sequel to. Wii Sports, and we even get a uh, a little demo game between uh, the two peoples of Nintendo, which is a little awkward. I won't lie; I was just like, "Okay, it's what only are we doing, guys?" Be the rest one's of the really into it, and the other one's like, "I I just agree to it." <laughs> yeah, the one's just there. this thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I skipped that part. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah, yeah. it was. I watched it live. I'm like, oh god! Like, cause at the point I was looking at the clock, I'm like, how much time do we got left? How long is this gonna fucking go? Are we gonna play a full right. fucking set here? They were milking here? that. Um, yeah. it's, it's a little weird. Uh, but I'm hey. interested to see how this turns out. Yeah, because you can still pop a Wii in a room with Wii Sports, and people will still flock mm-hmm. to it. Yep. Yeah, like this is a smart move, even if the yeah. the game selection maybe isn't the best. I think the I think they're the, what they're hoping for is uh is retirement homes are going to replace their Wii's with the switches. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then this will be their Yeah, I don't know. Like that's the only thing I can think of. It's like we need yeah, to sell more switches even though they're already selling plenty, but it's like send them to retirement homes. Cuz retirement homes use the Wii for like exercises yeah. for retirees, right? Like for yeah, I think older so. people. Yeah. So, yeah. Like they were still making what was it like was it called Just Dance yep. like twenty twenty for the yep. Wii? Yeah. So I think it came out maybe they just, yeah. Like the last Just Dance was the last official Wii game. Yeah. So like whatever that one was, twenty twenty two? Probably. I think, I think um, it was just twenty twenty. I don't know. It was one recently. I could be wrong. Yeah. But it, it's the only thing that's concerning to me is like they're launching with six games and they're already saying that golf is coming later. So it's like either they're rushing this game out or they're putting it out with the idea of like, you know, post launch content. But then they've already like, why wouldn't you include golf and then say that you've got post launch content coming next? It's strange to just announce that before the game's even out. I don't like they it. want to sell sell you Switch Resorts, which <laughs> has additional six games, including golf. Probably. Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, and then next up after that, we got Taiko no Tatujin Rhythm Festival coming uh, afterwards, which uh, I I have actually been playing 
this game, a version of this game on Xbox. It's actually really dumb fun. Where are the bongo? Where are the drum accessories? Do they exist? That's the only reason why I want to keep playing is to actually like go bam, 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 bam. bam. Only, only um, but yeah, also a it's gonna come with um, some. I think I can't remember. It said how many songs, but then you they'll offer a paid subscription service to get unlock additional. Like I think it's like five hundred more songs. Yeah, yeah seventy so. songs on release, including like Megalovania and a couple others, and then a paid service which bumps up to. 500 plus some. By the way, Megalovania is hard. That shit is... Oh, God. That, that shit's hard on normal mode. Um, so there you go. It's a fun game if you like rhythm games. Um, Alright, let's move on. We got the, we're got we into the final head stretch here. Uh, Pri- Project Triangle Strategy Update. The big thing out of this is that now they've updated the demo to... Uh, it, now it uh, you can play up to Chapter 3 uh, in it and your progress will progress over into the game. That's pretty much... Like it's it's an overview trailer and it shows some new things. Um, God, the game still looks fucking gorgeous. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to dive into this. I could dive into it right now, but I've been he- hesitating whether to, to start to start now and just that way I have progress going into the main game. Or should I just wait till the game comes out? I haven't decided yet. Um, but pro- you can play up to chapter three, which I think is that's really nice to get people to to buy your game because again, that to me that says there's a fucking hook there. There's a fucking hook there to make you play more. Um, if anything, so there you go. Um, um yeah. Can I just yeah. say one thing to Square? Can you redo final, like remake or continue the Final Fantasy Tactics series in the triangle strategy style? Right. Like, it looks identical if they actually use HD graphics. Just do it. It's not that hard. The, the engine's apparently already there. It's not even the engine. It's just the graphics style. This is all Unreal, I think. Right. I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. Unreal, but yeah. But it's, you, you still build an engine inside of an engine, you, technically speaking. <laughs> okay. You have an editor, and then you have the engine. Um, and then after that, we got a look at uh, the new Cuphead DLC, which was confirmed at the Game Awards last year. The delicious last course to get a little bit. I think this shows some new footage that wasn't shown at the Game Awards. Um, at least it mm-hmm. looks like it. I remember seeing it before. Um, even some new bosses. Uh, then we got Miss Chalice here. She has a double jump. It was actually pretty cool. Um, I can't wait till this comes out. Um, I never beat the original Cuphead because, god damn it, was it hard. Um, but, you know, I'll give it a try with this one. Um, and I was wondering, like, is, like, Miss Chalice only going to be available in this DLC? But, uh, you, you can see her fighting, um, one of the, um, uh, the train boss, the train skeleton boss. So it looks like you could probably play through the main campaign with her. Um, so, like, that's cool. Um, and then the surprise! The surprise update! Metroid Dread is getting an update, and it's getting fucking brutal hard mode difficulty. Uh, and then it's also it's getting um oh, what is the other mode uh, super rookie easy mode. basically super easy rookie mode so yeah. uh, and Good, I'll play that version yeah and, <laughs> and those updates are live I mean they basically made uh, my friend to coin to coin my friend they pretty much made zero percent runs a uh, or uh, uh, like a, a confirmed mode um, I think that's cool like a no damage run to be an official mode like for mm-hmm. the extreme of the extremes I love. Watching like Metroid games or uh, mostly Mega Man X games, where it's just like no no damage no damage runs. I think those are so sick. I'd rather watch a no damage run than a fucking speed run, honestly, because that's me. Ugh, that's no. more impressive. Uh, um, my my friend asked me, he's like, "So when are you when are you gonna stream the the dread mode?" And I was like, "I'm not. Like, do you know me to ever be the kind of person to not take damage? Like, no. 
I wouldn't make it more uh, than like five seconds in that mode. In in addition to that, also the second DLC update, it's uh, not update, uh, DLC, but I guess it's DLC. Uh, the second update is going to be a boss mush road coming in April 2022, so that means I will play that out, like, to be able to, and these bosses, some of the best bosses in the entire Metroid series, yeah. so be able to fight them back to back, that's, yeah, that's a cool. stream you should do. Is, that's true, is I could Metroid do that. Boss rush. Yeah, the, the rookie mm-hmm. mode uh, convinced my brother to restart his game. Because um, he had gotten, like, basically to where the, you know, the the, the fusion twist comes in um, after I had to beat Kraid for him. <laughs> and uh, he was struggling with the next Emmy. And so he's like, I, I could try to beat it and then do another run, or I could just start over with rookie mode. And he just texted me yesterday. <laughs> I started over. Um, I still died on Kraid three times, but I finally beat him by myself. I was like, "Oh, hey, that's what's there for. Nothing <laughs> wrong with it." Yeah, I know. Like, I told him to reason. do it. Like, whatever gets gets him through the game because he's not like. If you think I'm bad at video games, my brother is worse. Like, he doesn't like. He doesn't try to get good like I do. He's just a, he's on. a casual gamer. Hold on, you try to get good? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see with our with our dread race. I mean, you already beat me. Um, you you already won. I've consented that weeks before, Mister. I'm gonna speed run and all. I'm gonna I'm gonna do all this and that, which is fine. I'm totally fine with that. But um, uh, like I'll, I'll I'll see you in Mortal Kombat 11, my good sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on. So yeah, a little dread update. Little little update. That's cool. Um, for people who are like to uh, like the pain Olympics. Uh, um, Earthbound and Earthbound Zero are officially on the Nintendo Switch Online 2 game. Well, okay, maybe not Earthbound Zero. But definitely Earthbound has been much requested game to appear on Switch Online. And now it is there in... I won't lie! I won't lie! The way they presented this fucking trailer, I thought... Wait, are they Mm -hmm. actually gonna fucking do Mother 3? Is it actually... Like, no. No, it's just... It's not... Guys, it's not happening. It's just, it's not happening. Yeah. It's, there's too many things they'd have to censor. There'd be no game left. Yeah, just play Here. the English translation. Here. Yeah. You can go buy this. If you have a GBA, camera's not focusing. You can go buy, I bought this at a retro gaming adventure. You can find this and play this version. Because I guarantee you, whatever version Nintendo puts out, you're not going to like it. So just fucking play the damn ROM. Just play it. It's out there. It's been out there for Don't over a decade. Fans exactly. do all this work for you. Like, don't just be like, oh, no, it's not official. I'm not going to play it. Like, suck it up and play it. Yeah. Yeah. And chances are most of you it, fuckers have, have this. Most of you have this. It's not coming officially. It just isn't, yeah. guys. Just be happy to acknowledge it. Like, that's that's the best thing. Be happy it's acknowledged versus, like, what are you talking about? We don't know what you're talking about. Earthbound um, Beginnings is ugly. It's an yeah, NES game. What do you NES expect? I, I guess I forgot it was NES. Yeah. Also, just play yeah. Earthbound. Uh, Earthbound Zero. I actually had it on my 3DS because I was curious. The game is hard. It is mean. It is mean RPG. Of oh, Jesus Christ. You thought Final Fantasy was bad? No. Earthbound Beginnings is way harder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, use save states if you're going to play that game. But hey, cool that it's on there. It's cool that it's on there. Um, all right. And entering the final stretch, uh, there's a sizzle reel. I don't, I don't, do y'all care about the sizzle reel? I don't care about the sizzle reel. For those no. who do. There's okay. nothing good in it. 
Yeah, I saw the Lego I know, that, shit. That, that was that it. Getsofu Maden Undying Moon actually looked pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's uh, out now. That was already shown for other consoles. Yeah, it does look cool. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't new. But new, we're going to dodge, like, Lego brawls? We don't want to talk about the side-scrolling beat-em-up <laughs> with Legos? No. It's like a Smash game, actually. I don't think it's I a side-scroller. It looked more like a... Sli- uh, that's the weird up. thing you don't know i don't know <laughs> so yeah oh try this later still don't know shit um okay so let's move on to the two biggest news so um nintendo fucking dropped the bomb on everybody so obviously people mario kart 9 mario kart 9 mario kart 9 we're not getting mario kart 9 we are in fact getting after five Almost, yeah, is it five years? Has it, yeah, five years, um, almost five years this May since the Switch uh, got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We are getting, what was it, how many, 48 more courses? 48, 48 yeah. more courses. Yeah, 48. Uh, remastering from several games with Wave 1 coming in uh, next month, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And then these eight okay. courses will release over six waves by the end of 2023. That means you're going to get Mario Kart content all the way to the end of 2023, people. Um, and uh, and they show I like off- the icons for the new cups too. Like they've never had to do yeah. this many, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, they like, like yeah. yeah. Um, and some of these are pulled from Mario Kart Tour, which has a, lo- a lot of courses. Um, yeah, I and- don't even know it had original courses, so like they're basically new to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that like I think that's really cool. And all this starting okay, my understanding is it's twenty four ninety nine for all six waves. Am I crazy for thinking that? Nope. No, that, that's, that's how uh, I that's okay. how it is in the store. Some of you are thinking it's twenty four ninety nine per wave. Uh, um no, oh God, in yeah, the store I, 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 when you go look at it for pre order on the bundle content, yeah, wave it has all of them in the yeah. included content. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, here's the best part That's though, a great price. and what will make people buy this the Switch Online expansion mm-hmm. pack, and and sim- similar to Animal Crossing, where if you have the Switch expansion pack, you get the Animal Crossing new um, uh, Happy Home Designer DLC, whatever it was called, and same thing with this one. If you are part of the expansion pack, you get this Mario Kart 8 DLC for the cost of basically free. Um, cause yeah. it, it, like for basically for you or the equivalent of it until you, uh, unless you cancel the service. Uh, so, which is, I, I, if again, if this is their plan to put major DLCs behind that service, that makes the service worth it. And I, I will say yeah. that, like, that means they're doing it. I think when this was announced, I said something like, they're going to put more stuff on here. Like people are complaining now, but there's going to be more stuff. Yeah. And sure enough, a, but also you have the choice. And I don't want. I still don't want the service. You can just still buy the pat, buy the wave. Sure. for the all six waves for twenty four ninety nine. So you same thing with Animal Crossing. You can, you can do that. You don't. You're not tied to it if you don't want to be tied to it. Uh, so there you go. That's. But I also that's you a, need the Switch Online to play this game online, which I mean some people don't do. Sure. Um. So like if you're already you know if you already have the online to play it online. And you want the new courses, you might as well just buy the expansion pass, and you have it for a year. I mean, you could just pay the... I think I'll just buy the pass. <laughs> yeah, because you could just play the regular Switch Online, the 25 once, versus the 50 for American. So, like, you know. I think I, I like the option. I like it. You don't force people to buy it, but if you're already an adopter of it, here's a nice gift for you. That's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah like... 
Yeah, because if I buy it, then I don't have to worry about ever losing it. Well, if I subscribe to the main expansion pass, if I leave the expansion pass, I don't have access to it anymore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just, I mean, like, I always think of it as any other, like, you know, with Game Pass and PlayStation Plus and stuff. I mean, they give you free games for the subscription, and if you cancel the subscription, those games are gone. Like, that's just the way those things work. Um, I never I cancel them, them, so, like, I'm fine with it. But I get that's not how everyone is. I'm cheap. Fair. And finally, the one more thing. Was it Metroid Prime Trilogy? No, because that thing does not physically exist. Um, it is. Why do you got to dig in, man? You got your thing. I will. I will. I've told you this. I will mock you until the end of time, until that thing becomes official, which might be until the end of time at this rate. <laughs> uh, I'm just taking a victory lap right now. But Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm, I'm gonna head out. We get a full-on trailer. <laughs> Full-on minute trailer, and I knew it. The second I saw that character playing a flute, I'm like, is this... It is, and we get... I won't... Okay, for story spoiler reasons, I won't say, but there's some shit I noticed. Um, but they pretty much confirmed that... Uh, that that's the th- that you can see uh, Mechons from the first game. You can see the Gramati, which are from the second game. So pretty much the two universe listen i could do a whole fucking thing on this thing right now but i won't are coming together and two characters that were at the forefront of both parties of xenoblade one and two are going to be also the forefront seemingly against each other um and uh, we get a new look at a new antagonist i think the, his name is noah um and uh some other and some uh, some of his ancillary characters it looks like the whole concept of blades is back because noah has is with this gormati who has a blade crest um, that is what Pyra and Mithra are um, and like there's just, there's a lot going on in this one minute trailer in fact I've even seen two videos that are both an hour long each breaking shit down um, and then of course we don't get any physical gameplay but we get some running across the field uh, I can see the sword of the Makonis I can see the sword of the Makonis sorry sorry um, god this game looks so beautiful um there's even there's it looks even, very pretty, and I like all the big weapons. Yeah, there's the it does look. There's pretty. even a shot that uh, is very recognizable from a certain point near the end of Xenoblade Chronicles One that they put in this game. Um, and then here is the best part. Here is the, and then there's the big ass monsters actually swimming in this game, like overlocks. Like you can always swim in this game, but like uh, transporting monsters, it just this all looks so cool. Um, and the the best part. You want to know the best part about this is it's coming out in September of this year. It's it's not no official release, no like it coming out on this day, um, but it is coming out September 2022. And I won't lie, when I saw the the, the typical monolith drop down, show the giant figure in the background, and then the title drop, I cried. I'm, I'm like, this is it. This is. I don't need any more games to the Switch. I have every single Xenoblade game is now will be officially on Nintendo Switch, and that is fucking beautiful. Except X. Uh, you're missing X. <laughs> okay. I, they're not going to... Okay. Numbered. Numbered-wise, they're on there. The ones that somewhat more matter, okay? X is 10. It's cro- actually, it's, true. It's, it's cross. Um, it's actually, it actually is cross. Um, it's interesting, though, because they said this direct was going to be all announcements like for the first half of the year. So this seemed like just that that kind of thing that's like, you know, later in the year, but like hasn't been announced yet. So September that doesn't mean that like we're half. not getting, 
No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like that's yeah. the one thing that they're like, okay, we need to announce this. It's not coming out at the beginning of the year, but it's coming out soon enough that we need to let people know it's coming. Um, but like we already know about like you know Zelda, Metroid, like a few other things that are like Bayonetta three that are coming that are later in the year. So like we're gonna get another direct that's going to show off even more new things that we don't know because think of all the things that you know were announced here. That had never been shown before, like this Strikers be and Xenoblade and things like that. As the, like the, 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 this could be just as crazy as Switch launch year and 2019. Yeah. That's how crazy this year is for Switch. Right. So, like, it's very possible we're still going to get, you know, something Metroid this year, something Zelda this year. Like, th- those big things could still be coming, Bayonetta's, like, second half into holiday. Yeah, Bayonetta's conf- is so far is confirmed for this year, too. Um, right. So, like, I just... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like the like. I remember being very salty that it was not at the Game Awards and like, but it was supposed to be here. It was supposed to be here, and then you know, understanding Justin's pain, and now I get to I get to like, hey, hey uh, do that a little bit. Um, so yeah, uh, again, if you want to play Xenoblade, if this trailer cool to you, start now. I'm I'm, I'm not even kidding. If you start fucking right now. Also, if you're gonna play Xenoblade Chronicles two, check out Chugga Conroy's. Uh, he did like a video that broke down like its tutorial system because Xenoblade Chronicles 2 tutorial system historically has sucked ass. Doesn't really explain things in depth with you, so you can watch that video uh, to understand it better. But I still love the game, but it's it's very flawed in that manner. Um, I I will be watching this game like a hawk, and I am fully prepared that it will get delayed for whatever fucking reason. I will accept it. I won't be happy about it, but I will accept it. But right now, I'm excited for September. Um. And I don't want to wake me up when September ends. Um, final thoughts on Nintendo Direct before we go, guys. I thought it was good. It was a big shock. It felt like it was aimed at me specifically because of all <laughs> the games they announced. Because Front Mission, Live Alive, Strikers, Triangle tra- Strategy. It, it it really hit me really good. So, Nope, it was a good, um, a good, another good Direct. Um, hits different audiences. And I know a lot of people are disappointed in one but Nintendo tends to try to be better about, hey, if we have nothing to report, we're not going to report anything. Rather than, hey, let's just remind you that this thing exists. We don't know when it's going to be done, but hey, it's right here. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I think it's going to hit a different audience, and uh, I think we may actually get two. I don't know if there's going to be a spring direct before the quote-unquote usually E3 direct. Um, I know they sometimes do that so we might have two more directs before i know at least in june i would assume we would get a direct for the for the rest of summer and fall and then we'll get another one october for rest of fall and winter so still a lot of time for things to be announced i think all the solid dates we have right now are like through april so i mean we could get one in april even detailing the summer releases and they also do if there's enough stuff or game specific ones because they're true because they always do pokemon animal cross and they may do other pacific ones um yeah it'll be interesting i know zelda is especially a lot of people feel stabbed in the back because last year was zelda's 30th it's been five years okay. sorry anyway <laughs> and like this year is supposed to be kirby's 30th so it'll be interesting if anything yeah. gets done for that. 
Um, yeah, I, I agree. Like, it, it was a good direct. The thing I like about them is even if there's not, like, the big announcement for you specifically, like, there's something for everyone in pretty much every direct. And I just love that feeling of, like, getting together, you know, talking through the direct, like, seeing everyone's hype over different things. Um, because, like, you know, Ben cried over Xenoblade. I freaked out over Chrono Cross and, like, Strikers. And, like, you know, there was... I, I didn't get my Metroid or Zelda or, like, you know, <laughs> Mega Man, which probably isn't... I don't know if that'd be a Never Nintendo happened. Direct anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I just we skipped over two news pieces, but fuck it, we'll save them for next week. Uh, yeah, I wondered about that. Yeah, it's whatever. We're running long anyway, so um, we can save for next week. Sorry. Sorry, guys, I hope you weren't looking forward to talking about those. Um, well, we'll save them the next week. But yeah, like, uh, it, it's that thing of, like... Because there's something for everyone, it's a it's just a great bonding opportunity. Like, so you know, the next one, I might get the thing I'm super hyped about, and you might just be like, "Oh yeah, okay, there's some cool stuff in there." But like, Nintendo will always disappoint the the people that like expect too much because they're just awful and oh, yeah. should. Shut I saw up. Mario Odyssey two um, fucking trending on Twitter. I'm like, really, fuckheads? Yeah, really, right? But the people that like are just happy. You know, that like games will always have something announced. Like, I don't think there's been a single direct where I'm like, there was nothing there for me. I hated it. So it's fun. Yeah, I agree. There, there, there's always something. Like, I've watched all the Nintendo directs and I've never, yeah, walked away going, oh, there was nothing there. Yeah. Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Xenoblade just. I haven't scheduled off a week of work for a video game in a long time. And I know Thomas is going to do that with Destiny and the Witch Queen stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do that for this game. Not that I care about spoilers, because none of my circle plays Xenoblade. But I'm going to want to just be in the fucking world. And just <laughs> just enjoy every single morsel of it. So there you go. Um, alright. Uh, I thought it was a good direct, honestly. Um, there was a lot of surprises, a lot of JRPG stuff, and I'm, I, to me, I'm happy that Square is still continuing to support the Switch with, with, with JRPGs, even though I don't really have the time for a lot of them. Um, I love that they're there. I mean, somebody's gonna have time for them, and, you know, some younger kid who, you know, doesn't, um, <laughs> who, uh, who can, who, who has all the time to work and play it. Uh, I'm excited for Klonoa. Like, I, I, I've yeah. never played that when I was a kid. I know about it through YouTube videos and playthroughs. It just looks so pleasant and fun. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll always go to the platformer. I'll, I'll keep a lookout for that first mission game. That looks kind of cool. Uh, like, it depends on how it reviews and how it runs, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of good stuff coming to Nintendo Switch. Makes me glad. I got an OLED, so all these games are going to look even better on that OLED screen. Um, so, um uh, I think we're going to call it here, guys. I know there's two other news announcements. I really don't want to, like, at this point, I'm kind of, like, expense. So, and then that really, one of them is non-consequential because it talks about nothing. The other one is past news anyway, so it's not a big deal. So let's go ahead and wrap this puppy up. Justin, where can the Beatle people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Um, still kind of on a YouTube hiatus. Um, but... I am going to be working on refreshing some of our graphics here on the charge shot side. Um, I think it's I think it's time we had a little uh, a little kind of you know color and style refresh 
um, across the board. Regime um, change. So <laughs> theoretically, next week we'll have some new stuff to unveil, and that'll be fun. Um, but I'm just kind of you know prototyping out some color combos and things like that right now with the team. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I'll uh, that's what I'll hype up this week is to look forward to our new graphics and stuff next week. Mike. Hi, yes, uh, for those who didn't catch me at the beginning, my name is Mike Rambuya, and I am a blogger slash returning to Twitch. You can find my stuff at RambuyaArena.com. This month is Kingdom Hearts Month, where I'm basically going to BS my way through a bunch of Kingdom Hearts articles um, just to fill out the month. Um, and right now on my streams, I'm working on a data lock of Digimon Cyber Sleuth, Um Hopefully we'll get more Digimon news with Digimon Day on the 22nd, on the 26th. But yeah, and also you can follow me at the Twitch handle, uh, seen below the dark void that is my icon. Um, there you'll find me tweet out a bunch <laughs> of streams, as well as BS about a bunch of games. And uh, TBG. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, or Twitch underneath just Ted Button Gamer. That, that's it. We're you know right now. I'm just playing through Live Alive, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, like I said earlier, and Wild Arms too. So yeah, just search that up and you'll find me and my YouTube channels. Hiatus. <laughs> you can follow me at Twitter.com/slash MarvelousIggy. I may or may not put perverted art on your timeline. Follow it, your choice. Uh, but you can also watch me live at twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. It's good quality art. Uh, where I stream <laughs> four times a week, soon to be five times a week, whenever Justin gives me the okay. That is uh, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Saturdays, we're teaming up with Thomas and we're playing some Gears of War. Sundays, we're playing Batman Telltale, which is great. Getting excited for Batman and how Batman 89 is the best Batman movie. Don't fucking at me. Tuesdays for finishing up the Outer Worlds. Wednesdays is randomness until uh, FF6 Pixel Remaster comes out this Wednesday. Will be Street Fighter Alpha 1, 2, and 3. You're going to be doing some old school arcade action for you guys. So I just want to play some Street Fighter Alpha. And I figured, fuck it, it's my stream. I can play Street Fighter Alpha. Show y'all some cool shit. Or try to show y'all some cool shit. Uh, and of course, go to charchot.com where you can listen to this episode as well as our other shows, including Cinema Shot. Which is uh, our? We're currently going through the Dragon Ball Z movies as we're we just today recorded BoJack Unbound, uh, the most recent episode that should be up should be the uh, the history of um, uh, history of Trunks, and then uh, you can listen also to the wrestling uh, podcast. A little bit update on that. Uh, again, Thomas uh, accidentally fell behind. And so now we have shows in the can. So uh, there may not be a poll for the next couple of weeks, considering the next shows are planned. But um, the one that just went live uh, recently was the Royal Rumble 1993. And the one coming up for this show, for this weekend, will be WrestleMania 12, which is the, uh, we pretty much break at the, which is cool, because during the Iron Man match, we break down the tenacious history between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and how it tragically played out in front of our own television screens. Uh, and of course, that's gonna do it, everybody. Thank you for listening to this a very special episode of Charged Gamescast. I have cancer. We're gonna go now, guys. Uh, until next time, stay charged. Bye bye. Tyler, put a put the ER at the end right now. Nope. Uh, also, The Dark Knight is the best Batman movie. Wrong.